0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Louisville, Kentucky, specifically Marshall Stadium here on the campus of the Trinity High School for tonight's big slugfest between Trinity High School, the Shamrocks, and your Molar Crusaders. Tonight, I am solo. Derek Williams is on sabbatical. I do have executive producer, Rob Ebel, but he is that guy's got uh, all kinds of hands. Are you on right now, Rob? I am hot. I'm a hot and on right but now. But you won't be very uh, very much tonight. Because tell everybody what you're doing tonight. Well, <clears throat>
1: engineering your show.
0: That's Fil- the most important thing, right? Yes. Unless you, t- ask, unless you ask Coach Nauman.
1: Yes, and then for Coach Nauman, we're uh, filming the sideline for the coaches game film. Then we're also doing the instant replay system and then we're handling all the commercials and everything that you hear during the game and and then potting my microphone up occasionally and uh, helping in uh, Rob, before on your you, broadcast. Yeah, before
0: you jump off the air, and if you don't mind uh, uh, answering this question just a little bit, yes. you've been affiliated with Moeller High School for a long time, a grad yourself. Psychologically, what's going through these guys' mind coming off a 28 nothing defeat? I talked to Coach Clonny a little bit about that. What do you What do think is going through their psyche? Because right? they're high school kids.
1: Yeah, I think they're excited. You know, get on the bus, get a chance to redeem themselves. Because I know... Uh, Uh, Coach Nauman told us in studio this week there's a bad taste in everybody's mouth. You know, that wasn't molar football that we witnessed on Friday. I mean, there was good effort, and there was a lot of positives that came out that Coach talked about. But I can guarantee every one of those guys over there on the goal line had a a great week of practice. I know there's probably some personnel changes that you'll talk about during the game. And, uh, you know, I will tell you that our biggest wins as a school have come in this uniform uh, combination. White shirts, Navy pants. So, Let's see. We're facing a tough task tonight, uh, but there's always a good game down here in Louisville, Kentucky.
0: No doubt about that. And uh, the Crusaders will be wearing their white tops, their navy blue bottoms, their M-Shield helmet, and the sticker there as well. They are being escorted out tonight. We uh, have made a tradition about this, and we're going to continue doing just that. Uh, A military veteran bringing out the flag specifically tonight. It was Ron Stump. Ron Stump served 13 years, 2,000 grand, serving 13 years in the United States Marine Corps as a military policeman. He was deployed to Iraq for Operation Iraqi Freedom in 2004-2005 and spent time in South Korea, Kuwait, Ireland, Antigua and Germany. Gunnery Sergeant Stump served from 2003-2005. To 2016. He's married to Jessica Stump. In fact, he got married last Friday. Can you believe that? And then they played Saturday. He's uh, married Jessica. Jessica's a 2008 Mount Notre Dame grad. Currently works as a uh, cardiopulmonary. uh, Ron, that is, works as a cardiopulmonary nurse at Christ Hospital. And uh, we are honored to have him uh, carry the colors out tonight and escort the Archbishop Moller football team tonight here at Marshall Stadium. Trinity. Ranked 12th in the country. It's a football team uh, coming off a 17-14 win. A difficult win against, and we're at home right here, against a very talented Warren Central team out of Indianapolis. Uh, So tonight, the Crusaders certainly have their work ahead of them. They are going to have to play sound, fundamental football as we are getting ready to kick it off. The Crusaders are moving left to right across your radio dial. The White Tops with the Navy Blue Bottoms. Yellow stripes and Kevin Thibodeau, affectionately known as Tibbs, will put his foot into this one and sail, sail well well beyond. I'm in Kentucky. I got to talk like I'm from Kentucky, Rob. He'll sail that thing well beyond the end zone in the Rocks, as they call them down here. The Shamrocks will start this drive, first and 10 at the 20 yard line. Beautiful night for football here in Cincinnati, or I was going to say Cincinnati, in Louisville.
1: How about our 45 uh, second shower? Uh, that came down
0: uh, about an hour and a half
1: before GameTown. It just—it was nice, though, wasn't it? It was well, unless you have equipment set that's up that's in true. the end that's zone true. camera. It was nice but for me. The, yes, it was cooling.
0: So the Shamrocks are going to move right to left. They are wearing their green tops and their white bottoms, moving right to left. They are going to go with a quarterback that is under center, Ryan Miller, and the handoff. One of their two backs we're going to hear from all night long, and the likes of number 23, Armin Tucker, the five foot ten, 165-pound sophomore. He'll take it on the right tackle. And they're going to give him maybe seven yards, a nice pickup for that young man. It'll be second down and three. Ball, a little different vantage point tonight. Ball at the 27-yard line. How do you like this stadium, Barrett? Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. We'll talk about that in a minute. Nathan McElroy, the junior quarterback on a quick gear to the left side, in and out of the hands of number six, Owen Francia, the 6-foot, 170-pound junior Went right through his hands, and now it will be a third down and three upcoming for the Shamrocks. One of the things that
1: uh, they're working through and talking to their athletic director, uh, Barrett, is they lost their offensive coordinator in the offseason. He moved up to uh, St. Xavier uh, with the Bombers. And uh, so they've got a whole new
0: identity offensively, and uh, anxious to see what they have to show tonight. This time under center will go Nathan McElroy, the six foot two junior quarterback with two on actually a single set on the near side, single set far side with a man in the slot. Well, the handoff right up the gut and right there making the hit internally was the interior D line of the Molar Crusaders and now the Shamrocks are going to have to punt. A good first start for this Molar defense in on the tackle, number ninety eight out of Cincinnati, Jack Garrett, the big six foot four, two hundred and thirty five pound DN, and right there, Rob. That's a great first stop for the Molar Crusaders. You know,
1: one of the things that you and Derek talked about uh, during the game last week is how well the defense played. The score didn't indicate that, but they were gassed by the time you got to that second half because they had spent so much time on the field. So that was a great start for the Molar defense.
0: Putting deep will be number 84, Keelan Reculia. He's the 6'3, 220 pound senior. His feet will be at the 14 yard line, a spiraling kick. That'll be fair caught by number 24, the Molar Crusaders. And Andrew Diley, the five 5'10", 170-pound senior, will down it at the 29-yard line, and that's where the Molar Crusaders will start. I will tell you, Rob alluded to it earlier, the Crusaders shaking it up a little bit. When you drop the ball eight times on, a, on in a football game and you really kind of struggle offensively, you shake things up, and that's exactly what Coach Nauman did. You're going to see Drew Altamule come out, the Sycamore transfer at quarterback, and they're going to take what was a very talented quarterback, Malik Verdon, and put him into a wideout. In fact, he's nearside. while is in shotgun. They're going to hand it to T.J. Rotello. Nothing doing as he's hit immediately in the backfield by Brandon Steerman, the six-foot-two junior linebacker in the backfield. It'll be a loss of two, second and 12 for the Crusaders. One of the things that... Trinity has hung their hats
1: on Barrett the last few years as their defensive line and being able to control the, uh, the line of scrimmage defensively. Uh, the Crusaders are definitely going to have to come out and, and try to, let's say, set an identity early on uh, offensively and, and uh, hit them hard and
0: try to open some holes for, to establish a running game. Ultimately, well, will be in shotgun now. And another thing you're going to see is number three Carrington Valentine's coming on the offense to play wideout as well. So you've got two talented wideouts right now to the left in Valentine and Verdun. There's a pass in and out of the hands of Verdun. But nice coverage, I think, getting a hand in there and breaking that – the play up was number 26 for the Shamrocks and the likes of Carter Martin, the 5'11 senior, a converted running back, now D-back for the Shamrock football team. I like the slant route. Verdun had a step, but
1: hey, with, uh, they're out there to play defense too. He made a nice play on moving on that ball, but it, it was a well-thrown ball, and uh, yeah, I like it. Let's uh, build on that.
0: You know, talking to some of the guys before the team, uh, before the game tonight Malik's excited I mean you, there'd be some people saying well he 's probably you know took a uh, maybe a, a, a shot to his ego not not at all he 's excited to to really capitalize on his skill set and that 's his speed and now he 's going to be on the outside this time a little dump pass a screen a bubble screen and nothing doing for the Crusaders and they 're going to have to punt this football away as number twenty five for the Crusaders Daniel Dunlop the five foot 10 junior running back, caught it out of the backfield. The ultimately pass complete. But in fact, he might have got it to the line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth and 12. And here comes Noah Hughes for the Crusaders to punt the ball away. I'm
1: guessing the coaches next door are, are telling uh, the guys downstairs that they've got to sell that screen better.
0: They, that was not uh, sold very well. Fourth and 10, Hughes's feet will be on the 11-yard line. Back deep for the Shamrocks will be number two and the likes of Wynton Johnson, the five foot seven junior. 9:04 under, just underway here in Louisville, Kentucky. There's a line drive kick by Noah goes over the head and all the way into the end. No, it'll be dropped at the one-yard line. How about that? Whoa. That went over the head of number three, Winton Johnson. It was a line drive like a rocket off of Joey Votto's bat, but went over the head of Winton Johnson. Got a Crusader bounce all the way down inside the one-yard line. Not the way Noah probably wanted to punt it. Well, maybe he did. But it was effective nonetheless down inside to one Shamrock football deep inside Moeller territory. Do you think that's uh, the setting sun? Because you can see the
1: long shadows. Do you think that had anything to do with uh, the lack of uh, reception on that punt? Well, I guarantee you this. When
0: they go to film study tomorrow, that's going to be what he says. Yes. Thank you very much. 8.50 to go. Run right up the middle. Nothing doing. Shamrock's a very conservative dive. The, Rob, when you and I played, they called that the two-hole. Yes, that was a two-hole. Now it's the A-gap,
1: and That's I can right. tell you the uh, the defensive line uh, for the Crusaders is holding its own. It's certainly holding its water, and uh, we just got to be careful to play action now because they're really setting up something
0: where they can uh, drop in a play action here, and uh, hopefully we don't bite on it. When you talk about high school football, you talk about Archbishop Moeller nationally. Yeah. Don't think that these guys – and, and we talked to Coach. There's another handoff right Ooh. around the right end. Is that a safety? They're going to give him a safety? No. no they're they're going to say for progress. progress at the one-yard line, the Crusaders have come out defensively and fuego. Yes. And don't think for one moment that a little humble pie was served this week in practice, talking to a couple of the coaches beforehand, including uh, a Coach right next to the box that we're in, the legendary. You know who I was talking to. SK. Thank you, Rick. For- No, no, he wasn't here. Is he here? Steve Clawney. Well, Steve, I thought you. I thought you said C.K. No, S.K. Yeah, Steve Clawney was talking about humility being the big topic this week, and now the Shamrocks are looking down third down and ten inside the one. A little trap play around the left side with some trouble. room to run. And it is trouble. He alludes two uh, defenders down to the 30, 40 across midfield, 40 down to the 30. Valentine, the only shot to stop him. He will go untouched into the end zone for a shamrock 99-yard touchdown on Rob what was a simple trap play.
1: How about that breakaway speed, Barrett? Wow. A um, little misdirection. You know, they, they Previously they'd just been Punching it up the gut, and they uh, did a little trap play, and they, did you see that hole? You and I could have run through that.
0: He was virtually untouched, and when he got to the secondary of that. Ooh, uh, about that gear? That Crusader defense, he turned it on, and he was off and running. Now for the point after attempt for the Molar Crusaders is number, or excuse me, for the Shamrocks, and they are short a player. They're quickly coming in is Greg Joyner. Number 90, Brooks Purier, the sophomore kicker, will put it up in through the uprights. And with 723 to go in the first quarter, the Shamrocks lead the Molar Crusaders 7-0 live here in Louisville, Kentucky. And we'll be back to Molar Football. You're listening to Molar Football on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: EBCO Pavement Services LLC has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and ceiling work since 1962 in the tri-state area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, C.B. Richard Ellis, Town Properties, and Fifth Third Bank, to name a few. We strive to provide professional service, communication, and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs. Go EBCO Pavement Services.
0: Back here at Marshall Stadium, here with Rob Ebel, and how about Steve Albrink sitting to my left? I'm surprised, he, I'm surprised he gives me enough air time. Steve likes to talk. We did a little stand-up, Rob. And uh, we had some technical difficulties for the, the stand-up we did. But I think Steve would agree it's probably a good thing. Ah! Uh, but we're going to get better at it. We're going to bring it to him next week. Uh, we got an update. He's giving us some stats here. Uh, He'll be them to you all night. Well, oh, it's unbelievable. He, he is the best SID in Ohio. LaSalle up early 7 nothing against Mason. Colrain and Saint X tied at seven in the second quarter, as the Crusaders will take the opening kickoff out to the 16-yard line. That'll be number six, Anthony Sledge, the five-foot-11 senior wide receiver. Seven, seven. Corrine and X, LaSalle seven, Mason nothing, and we're the Mason thing.
1: Mason score. They got thumped last week. Mason's going to get they're, they're, yeah, down. Gonna, again this they're going
0: to get thumped this week. They have a, yeah, It's certainly a down year. Is it Steve Kastner? Is he the? Uh, yes. And the the, uh, head coach up there, Brian Castle. Brian, yeah. Going to have a tough go. I think he's in similar boats that we find ourselves in here at Archbishop Muller. Altamule will now be in shotgun. Twins on the far side, a man of motion, single set on the near side with a lone setback. Altamule hands it off, and it'll be the running back for the Crusaders with not much doing there in the likes of, I can't see who that was. 92 on the tackle. 92 on the tackle but i can't see who was carrying that ball was that brian white i think it was brian white on the tackle or on the carry tackle by number 92 that's cameron hendrick the six foot senior out of louisville if you're uh, out and about light us up on twitter tonight steve albrink says nobody ever tweets me tweet steve albrink tweet yours truly barrett underscore cohen or esp media sn let us know where you're listening from we don't We don't don't charge for that. No, we don't, and we don't like talking to ourselves either. Brian White again on the carry around the left side. Not much doing again. The Crusaders trying to establish the run, but to this point unsuccessful as a late flag comes in on what would have been a third down and seven upcoming. The home crowd thinks it's against the Crusaders. 92 for the uh, Rocks Is, is clogging things up mightily for the Crusaders right now. That's going to be a penalty against the Crusaders, so what would have been a third and seven. They got the downs marker at second. I think that was after the play. Yeah, I think we're looking at a personal foul here. Beautiful night for football here in Louisville, Kentucky. Not a lot of clouds in the sky. Rob mentioned a few showers early on before kickoff, but those have passed by, and it is a beautiful night. But one of the greatest games this country has ever seen. That will indeed be against the Crusaders. And that will mark the ball back at the – looks like that's a five-yarder, though. Rob, I don't think that was a 15. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. He, he called personal foul, but is there such thing? As a, uh, is that a new new rule?
0: This, uh, we're also in Kentucky, We're in too. Kentucky.
1: A, pers- a five-yard personal it's foul.
0: It's, your, it's unusual to even wear your shoes over here, is it? That's true. Thank you very much. Third down and ten. I joke, I, I joke. That's I why joke. Yours are off. That's right. My shirt's on. That's true. Have mercy. Third down and 10. Ball at the 26-yard line with 6.25 in the opening frame here from Marshall Stadium on the campus of Louisville Trinity. This time, ultimately, will be in shotgun with two on the near side. Empty on the opposite side with one setback. Brandon White on a little safety dive out to the 19-yard line. And the Crusaders are going to have to punt on fourth down. Fourth and 15. Hmm. Not a lot you can do there uh, because the ball
1: certainly is not in a favorable position. Uh, you don't want to cough it up there, especially as we demonstrated last week. But we're certainly holding on to the ball. And we haven't, you know, we had a lot of motion penalty penalties early last week, and uh, things look much more clean. Noah
0: Hughes back to punt the ball for the Molar Crusaders. LaSalle's put a field goal on Mason, now 10 nothing. Kent McKenzie is out there and working the. Let's go, Big Mo's score update from Dwyer Field and Mason. How about this? Tara. Tara Gruy is listening to the broadcast. Noah's in trouble. He takes a snap. Will lose the ball. He's tackled. Ball's out, and it's going to be recovered by the – is that a touchdown? Yes, it is. It's a touchdown for – I wanted to call them the Mason Comets for the Shamrocks. And that's a touchdown, and it's 14 nothing in shades of last week on that play, Rob. I, as, I, go I, think ahead. What we, I think
1: really you had commented last week on a player not trying to do too much and falling on the ball. I, I think that's what we would have liked to have seen our punter do right there is is just fall down instead of trying to do too much because he, there was no way
0: he was going to break free from that uh, uh, Trinity player and then... Listen, Rob, if you're a high school football fan, you look at the score, you see the Crusaders down 14-0, you think there goes that defense again. Defense has played solid, minus one play. Yes, sir. That turnover on a fumble, on a punt, the point after attempt is good by the Shamrocks, and it's 14-0. We'll talk about that and more when we come back. You're listening to more football on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP Media. Or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010.
0: Back at Marshall Stadium on a beautiful night for high school football. The scoreboard, however, is not in the favor of your Crusaders. Trailing 14-0 with 527 left. Defense has played rather good. If you look at the total yards, Trinity has 106 yards offense. 99 of those came on a broken play, a trap play, off what we used to call the five hole on the left side. He went nearly untouched, 99 yards, when the Crusaders had him pinned back deep. It was good on a Carter-Martin touchdown and then a fumbled snap on a punt and the Crusaders are down to 14-0 and this is not a Crusader offense that's built for a comeback. As the Shamrocks will punt this ball away and back deep to field it is number six, Anthony Sledge. Sledge out to the 15, 20, finds a seam, 25, down to the 29-yard line, and that's where your Crusaders will start first and 10.
1: How about we were just talking about taking care of the ball? We were were not jumping off sides, and we weren't fumbling. Would you call that the old broadcaster jinx?
0: (laughs) It certainly is. We were just talking about how well they were playing. But anyways, Tara Gruy is listening to the broadcast tonight. Tara... And I, and listen, she didn't pay me to say this. She is money inside Moeller High School. Graphics, she's got it. We needed a graphic for some season tickets for basketball. I called her up a Thursday night and said, Tara, I need some help. I need some help. And I thought she was going to punch me in the face. She says, I'll have it done tomorrow. She's just unbelievable. Nice. And uh, Tara um, is juggling 20,000 balls. She's doing a, a video shoot on campus yesterday. You'll see that in the future. Just some great stuff she's doing. There's a pass from Alta A little touch pass to Carrington. Complete! 50-yard line across midfield. A little stutter step by Carrington across the 41. And Let me tell you something, Rob. Beautiful touch pass by Alta but what Carrington did right there was create eight extra yards by using his quick feet, which we didn't see last week because he was on defense. That's the kind of play right there a playmaker will make and a big pickup for the Crusaders. Absolutely, and notice how he went back. The
1: uh, Carrington went and found the ball because it was a little underthrown. He stopped came,
0: uh, stopped his route and came back, jumped high, and uh, went after the ball. Brett Marshall listening to the broadcast. Greg Stofko. Greg, I talked to Mike Bell. We're going to air that interview later on this weekend, who's the uh, vice president of the Arizona Diamondbacks. He had some great things to say about that Stofko family. Bell's and the Stofkos very close, and, for so many years back in the early 90s, handoff. This time right up the gut goes number 25 for the Crusaders. Nowhere to go is Daniel Dunlap, the five-foot-ten junior running back. Oh, and it'll be good. second down and 10 for the Crusaders. I, you got to like, though, they're trying to establish the run, Rob. Yes. And uh, listen,
1: it's a long game. It's early. Um, but you've got to establish the line of scrimmage. And like I said, they're the, – there's some big boys over there on Trinity that are clogging it up for the Crusaders right now, and you can. Uh, Chad's trying to co- scheme some things to open up some
0: holes, and it's uh, we're driving the ball right now. Saint Xavier up 14-7. They put a seven spot on Corine at the birdcage. Saint X now leading Corine, 14-7. Ultimately in shotgun, one near side, one far side, lone setback this time to Ryan White again. Contact right at the line of scrimmage. Little to no gain at all. In fact, he may have lost. Eh, they're going to give him right to the line of scrimmage now. It'll be third down and ten. A very predictable offense right now on a third down play upcoming for the Crusaders.
1: Yeah, I think what scheme-wise, what we're going to have to do, we're going to have to move. We're going to have to roll out. We're going to have to trap, counter. You know, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the new playbook, but I, I think that's what's going to have to be in the, uh, in the repertoire tonight.
0: Looks like we might have timeout on the field here, Coach.
2: Officials timeout.
0: It was funny about you calling me coach. But I think it's it, it's hilarious. I don't coach anything, but everybody in Moeller calls everybody coach. Yes, he <laughs> just walked the out the, the hallway. Hey, coach.
1: What was that Chevy Chase movie <laughs> when everybody was doctor, doctor, doctor? Yeah. Uh, spies that's like the best spies right like there. us.
0: That's the best right there. Doctor, 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 doctor. Third down and ten, and as you would predict, Carrington Valentine's going to go far left on the set here as they break the huddle. Carrington Valentine room? far left. And for your Crusaders, Malik Verdon will go split out on the near side with the lone setback Brandon White. Play action. They're gonna go touch pass long to Carrington. And it's broken up. A nice play by the D-back, number five for the Shamrocks, Seth Graves, a five foot eleven senior. At the last moment, he got his big mitts up there and separated the ball. From Carrington Valentine, it'll be fourth down for the Crusaders.
1: That's two two big plays now for that young man on Trinity because he broke up that open play to Verdun. Uh, so very athletic, but I like the
0: call and I like I the throw. Too. I like it. I like it too, Rob. I think they've had some opportunities downfield. They keep going up the gut, and I think you have to try to establish the run. But they've had some. They're going to go for. This. Are they going for this?
1: No punter's back here.
0: Okay, uses back deep. I saw uh, them come in. Hughes will be back his heels at the Shamrock 42-yard line, with three minutes and 19 seconds left. Crusaders down 14 to nothing. It must be construction night. Yeah, Look at the Shamrock I know it's fans over right. there wearing their uh, their ODOT yellow uh, vest Is that punt will go into the end zone?
1: How uh, did you notice that was not the rugby style? That was a traditional punt there, which well, was kind of interesting, huh?
0: Well, it's a lot easier to make that decision when there's not a guy coming right at your crosshairs. No question. Up the gut. Yep. Crusaders trail 14 to nothing with 5 minutes and 21 seconds left. If you're to focus on some bright spots, the defense for the Crusaders has not been bad at all. No. So far, one play. minus that one play, they've only given up seven yards of offense minus that one play. And offensively, at least in the air, I think they got some mojo working. We'll get to that in a minute because they got to stop him on defense. There's a quick pin out to the right side, complete to number 13. In the likes of Brandon Steerman, the six foot-two wide receiver check that that was Brandley West. Five foot ten wide receiver out of Louisville. We're
1: gonna speed it up. Here we go. They're
0: gonna speed it up and yep. bring trips on the near side. Shotgun. Quick hitter out to number two and lit up immediately right there as the pass was complete to Colin Book, the five foot ten junior. And he was lit up immediately by number five of the Crusaders, uh, T.J. Rotello, at 11 in Ohio. And it'll bring up a, a that was good enough for a first down, so it'll be first and 10 for the Shamrocks ball at the 31-yard line. Barrett, I
1: like our team defense speed. I think we're getting we're closing in quickly on balls and uh, go on
0: side sideline to sideline quick. This time out to the right, Nathan McElroy. He's gonna scramble, he's in trouble. Paps is on him like gum in a park bench, he's gonna have to throw it away. No, oh, he's what a caught. catch. He caught it. I thought he was throwing that ball away and his receiver number 19 went up and grabbed it out of nowhere. Logan Warren, the six foot senior. I mean, that ball looked like it was going out of bounds on the Molar sideline nearest us, and somehow that young wow. man got up, made the catch, first and 10 at the Crusader 44-yard line.
1: And he made that great catch with number two for the Crusaders uh,
0: all over him. Landon Fickle getting worked on down here on the Crusader sideline. Looks like some sort of an, a shoulder issue. He's getting a brace applied. Shamrocks are gonna go right up the middle, hand it off to number 23, Armin Tucker. Very, very fast running back for this Shamrock football team. In fact, Tucker is 17th in Louisville right now. Just two games, a short sample size, but averaging 5.5 yards a carry. He will check out, and checking in will be the second back, Brad West, in the backfield. Under center, the quarterback, Nathan McElroy, man in motion. McElroy under center is going to hand it off this time to number 14 with room to run all the way down to the 20, He's going 10, ahead. 5, touchdown. Number 14 for the Shamrocks. Bradley West, the 5'10 junior. Not a real complicated play, but you got to account for helmets, Rob. And he went unabated into the end zone for a third Shamrock touchdown. It was an interesting call, Barrett. It was seemed simple, but it was kind of a
1: misdirection, and we over-pursued. He cut back. It was a heck of a read, and he got touched down there about the two-yard line, but almost un-tou- untouched until then.
0: Into the game for the point after attempt is number 90 for the Shamrocks. Brooks Perrier, the six foot one sophomore. Kick is up on the way, and it is good. We'll take a break with 1.16 left here in the first quarter. It's all Shamrocks, 21 0 over the Molar Crusaders. You're listening to Molar Football on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: Loveland Chiropractic Office has been treating patients in the Loveland area since 1921. We have generations of experience that continue to lead the field in chiropractic care. With our experience, we have high level of success with acute injuries as well as chronic conditions. You can find us online at lovelandchiro.com. That's lovelandchiro.com. And on Facebook.
0: Back here at Marshall Stadium where the Crusaders find themselves down 21 to nothing. Looking at some scores around greater Cincinnati. Back home, it's LaSalle all over Mason like gum on a park bench, 17 to nothing. Mason's struggling this year, no doubt about it. LaSalle beat a very uh, subpar Lakota West team last week, and they're beating a subpar Mason team this week, but good for them. 17 nothing in the first quarter. I'm a little surprised by this score, at least early on. Sycamore. Completely demolished a Loveland team by Andy Cruz last week, and they now lead or Kings now lead Sycamore seventeen to fourteen. That game in the second, St. Xavier still leads Colerain fourteen to seven in the second. and Still waiting on a Cathedral elder score. Muller will take the kickoff out to the twenty-two yard line. Nothing doing there, and that's where they'll start first down and ten at the twenty-two with a buck ten to go here in the opening frame here in Louisville.
1: I had the uh, broadcast of Loveland at Sycamore uh, last Friday. Scott DeTillo is a heck of a coach. They've got a—I I can't remember the running back's name, but you're going to hear about him from Sycamore. He—he's uh, going to be uh, first-team all-city for sure. I just can't remember his, his name. He was really special, Barrett. I enjoyed uh, watching him run the ball Friday last week.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Scott Dattilo is a fantastic coach, no doubt about that. He, Find it, I've always found it odd, and Scott's a great guy, that he stayed as Sycamore as long as he has. As Brandon White will take a handoff up the middle again, nothing doing for the Crusaders. Initial tackle made by number nine of the Shamrocks. It's Tyler Robertson. A very highly recruited D-lineman for the Shamrocks. Six foot three, two hundred and fifty-five-pound senior. That's a big cat right there. One minute and four seconds left. A long quarter, but when you put 21 points on the board, they tend to go long. I, I don't know how I, if this comes across right, or people think I'm goofy, but they haven't played bad football. Just a couple broken plays, um, and it, it's not, it just feels, it doesn't feel like a 21 nothing game. No. Ultimately, now will be... In shotgun with a single set near side, single far side, and hand off to White. Nice stutter step. He's got some room across the 25 to the 26. It's nice to see him break that initial line of scrimmage where the tackle was applied by number 16, Blake Ruffin, the starting safety, six foot two junior out of Louisville. And that'll be third down and seven for the Crusaders. They got to get on schedule offensively. They have not had that uh, t- uh, yet. Altomoli looks very confident in there.
1: He, you know. He looks patient. He's on passing plays. He's looking the field. He's throwing a nice ball. Uh, Looks like uh, the Crusaders are just going to let this clock run out here, Barrett. They certainly will. I think
0: they've said, I've seen enough in that first quarter. We'll take a break in the action as we end the first quarter. Not as bad as the scoreboard would indicate, but as they say, that's what matters most. We'll go to a break. You're listening to Miller Football and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: For over 55 years, Miller Valentine has worked in close collaboration with businesses when they are ready to build, renovate, or expand. Choosing Miller Valentine as your construction partner means aligning yourself with passionate experts who recognize the value of a team approach. Having grown from a small general contractor to a nationally recognized construction company, Miller-Valentine listens closely to your needs to recommend the best combination of construction techniques to fit your project. For more information about Miller-Valentine Group, please visit us at www.mvg.com. Since 2009, SCI 360 has helped many businesses improve their clients' customer relationships through streamlining processes, connecting with customers, and ultimately improving profitability. Let SCI 360 customize a system for your business using the number one selling customer relationship management platform, salesforce.com. For a 360-degree view of your customer, contact SCI 360 and Molar alum Michael Sturgis at 888-318-5121 or visit them on the web at
0: www.SCI360Degrees.com. Back here at Marshall Stadium. Big shout-out to Bill Ebel listening to the broadcast. Bill Ebel says, man, this new color analyst tonight is pretty good. Wonder why, Bill. He's got a good last name, too. Bill listening from Kenwood, the boss man, Rob's boss. As that pass, opening pass by ultimately intended for Carrington Valentine nearside will go out of bounds. How about this? How about my man Greg Stofko? And, and Greg says something. I've been wanting to say, but he says it best. He says, win or lose, we got to support the boys. Greg says, I believe in Moeller through thick and thin. Even if we have a down year, stick by the guys, better things ahead. And I can tell you, by watching this freshman team last year, I said this on the air last week, Greg, watching the Moeller freshman team last year steamroll through their schedule, GCL South champions, watching or at least practice-wise, and talking to coaches about the freshman team this year, you are absolutely correct. This is going to be a very special more fan, but you're not allowed to be a fan unless you stay on Uh-oh. this year. There's a punt return back across midfield to the 40-35, down to the 32, and their penalty flags. I think Rob Ebel's right. This one might be coming back. But, Greg, you're right. It's just you. Unu- I mean, it, molar fans typically aren't used to this. I think that's the big thing. It's a little change. They're used to retooling, not rebuilding. But I think as a high school program goes, and this is very important to me, that you still have high school seniors on this team. And I think it's important for fans out there to support these seniors who are very important cogs of this molar football program, the tradition and the legacy of this program. It'll be an illegal block in the back against the Shamrocks, and that'll take what was a very nice return back to their own 30-yard line. First and 10, 11.40 to go. If you're just tuning in, Trinity with a 21-0 lead on some mishaps early on for the Crusaders. They'll have it first and 10 against this Molar Crusader defense. Trips on the near side. Single set far side and a lone setback. Quick hitter, bubble screen out to the near side. He's going to have a little bit of room around the corner, 32-yard line, but quickly there on the tackle is number 38 for the Moeller Crusaders, and that's Pete Baker. A great play by Baker on that one. Outstanding. Fought through the blocker, stayed, held his water, and, and took him to the ground. Nice play, Pete. Greg Stofko adds full support with five exclamation points. Greg, amen. There's a handoff on the right side, and again, Quickly there to make the tackles, the molar defense led by number 97, my boy Aiden Shaw, the son of Big Al. Aiden, the six foot three, 206. Did you see how he traveled down here to Louisville? I did. Hey, did uh, you, was it was uh, was it five
1: exclamation points or five stars? Uh, five
0: exclamations. It could have been ten stars. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> Trips far side in shotgun are the Shamrocks rolling out is McElroy and has a receiver open but in and out of the hands but quickly hit. Pete Baker. Pete Baker again making the quick hit but the ball was dropped and it'll be a fourth down and the Shamrocks will have to punt.
1: You know I look over at the Trinity student section it reminds me of a Jimmy Buffett concert. It really does. Holy cow.
0: Nice venue. Or a bunch of highlighters. Nice venue. We're excited about next week. If you're a Crusader fan gotta come out next week we're gonna have a rejuvenated tailgate party Going to have a lot of fun talking to Doug Rossfeld. Hopefully he's listening to the broadcast. Going to try to get some Cincinnati Bengals there. Try to get Sam Hubbard there. Big big weekend for the Bengals. Big weekend. It is a big weekend for the Bengals. But the Bengals, hopefully, will get out to a quick start. Shamrocks will punt this ball away. A little end over end kick that'll be caught at the 24 oh five yard line. Then fumbles. That's trouble there it And looks like the Crusaders will get it back, but it was fumbled there, and that's something we didn't see last week—a fumble. But the Crusaders got this one back. As number twenty-four dropped the ball? Andrew Diley, the five-foot-ten senior. Has anybody inspected our football? Are we playing with it on
1: the recovery? Was it yeah. there? He is again. He had a nice series.
0: Do we have a greased pigskin? Could be. Well, Rob, if you remember a year ago, the weather we had, it rained every single Friday. Knock on wood, it has been absolutely beautiful these first two weeks of Friday night football.
1: In fact, Barrett, last year, the, the lightning-shortened game against Trinity at Lachlan, moler won. And I know the Trinity coaches, they were up in the booth with us, were not
0: very pleased that that game was called off. Now we're we looking. at shotgun looking? trips on the far side. I love that story. Play action fake. Alta looking downfield. He's in there. trouble, and he's going to be dropped in the backfield. Did a good job not forcing it, but waited a little bit too long because coming on his blind side was number 32 of the Shamrocks. 67 for the Crusaders is really slow to get up. I'm sorry, I do a in front of Mason Acampo. Actually, they're giving credit to number 58 for making that tackle. That's Riley Wagoner, the 6'2", senior linebacker. And that will be second down and 14. Very young offensive line for these Crusaders. Some juniors, sophomore, talking to Coach Nauman on his show during the week, saying that... Uh, this is great experience for these young guys. As Altamulio handed hand it off, and again, nothing doing right up the middle. Very generic play calling deep in their own territory. It'll be third and a boatload, mark at 14 for the Crusaders with the ball at the 24-yard line. 192 yards total offense for Trinity. The Crusaders, 17 to date. More specifically, minus 11 on the ground. And a timeout, Moeller. Just offensively struggling is this Moeller football team. And I know Chad Murphy. Uh, I'm going to keep it here and talk about next of, week. A lot of experience uh, coming from Hamilton. I can't tell. Are you on the area? Off the area? No, I'm on. You're on? Okay. It was shaking things up a little bit. Rob, not used to being on the air. No. And he's always talking to my ear when uh, we have a color analyst, so I'm not sure if he's yeah. on the air or off the air when he's talking to me. Next week is a big week, Rob. We got. It's fun. Uh, Coming back to Princeton High School, Princeton folks have been absolutely outstanding to work with. Mike Asbeck and myself, Sam Spire, of uh, and, and a bunch of other people uh, in our offices have made the trip to Princeton to kind of look at things, and uh, we're excited. They got a great video board that we're going to be doing a lot of fun things with. Got an update for you How about this. St. X now, I should say, cool rain, kind of feeling like we feel right now. They're getting thumped 21-7 now at halftime. St. X 21. Four eight seven. You say thump fourteen points in right. that rivalry. That That's is That is a thump. Let's talk a little bit more about Princeton. I, I seventeen I fourteen kings over Sycamore, and now South seventeen nothing. Uh, it's going to be a great stadium venue. seating. Stadium seating. Uh, great parking. Great PA system. Uh, it, it's just
1: it, it's my favorite stadium in Cincinnati. And I, I kudos for the Moeller administration. on pulling
0: that off. It's uh, it, it's just a wonderful say, can, venue. Can you say upgrade from Lock? Oh, it's. It's just e- the parking's an yeah. upgrade, and it's easier to get to. The parking's an upgrade. We're gonna have a great tailgate show starting at five o'clock. Come on out there for that. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. As Altamul is gonna go deep down to the near sideline to number seven, Malik Verdon. throws it out of bounds, and it'll be a fourth down play coming up for the Crusaders. He had a step. It just uh, and he threw it
1: uh, that only. Uh, Verdon could have caught it, but it was it was certainly out of bounds. But Rob, no.
0: I know you do a lot of media. Have you signed up though? Have you spread the word about the sports tag and my good friend Sean Casey? Um, not yet. What? Not yet. We have, believe it or not, Rob. We got about seven uh, tables that have already been reserved for the sports tag, which is unbelievable. As Noah Hughes will be back deep to punt for the Crusaders. I've been to a stag with Sean Casey. It's a blast. Oh, he's un. I've been to two, and I I have abdominal pain every yes. time I leave that.
1: The pit. stories are outstanding.
0: And they never get old. Some of them I've heard multiple times. That punt will be caught by number eight. Wow. I can't and believe they would blow the Ryan whistle. Miller, and I thought he was interfered with, but they do not blow the whistle. It'll be Shamrock football at the 45-yard line. You want an update on Elder, Rob? Sure. Elder 7, Cathedral 0. That game, Where is I got to that believe that's probably in the second quarter by now. That's at, at the pit. I don't or? like to say it. It's at Elder First oh. quarter still. All so right. Cathedral, back-to-back uh, roadies huh? early in the year. Must have got a late start over there, I would imagine. Lightning delay over in oh. Price Hill. Oh, they're starting. Why is that? Uh, oh. oh, that's right. You did tell me that. They got a late start. 7.55 start over in Price Hill. They uh, Cathedral got uh, into some traffic, and uh, that game got started late. Late night in Price Hill. Price Hill, Chile will be open late tonight. McElroy's is going to pass it on the far side, complete to number ninety-four. But a nice job. Who was that making that tackle? Uh, thirty-six for the Crusaders. Will Zanchi was the, re, uh, the receiver, but right there making it a quick hit was number thirty-six, Zach French, the six-foot-one junior safety. And it'll now be second and ten for the Shamrocks. Nice crowd over there. I can't see our crowd, obviously they're underneath us. But a nice crowd for the Shamrocks. Not many seats available over there. Hey, when Moeller travels, fans will come. This time, handoff. Right up the middle, a little trap play. Again, the Crusaders are all oh, over it's gotta it. has got to be a penalty.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: coming up is Nate Paps out of the, uh, out of the pile. I see uh, who's in there. I see number 39 coming out of the pile for the Crusaders as well and the likes of Wyatt Kelly. And number 98, Jack Garrett, all in on that tackle. That interior D-line has really shown some promise tonight. Some broken plays, but I've been pretty impressed with uh, most of the night. Third down and six for the Shamrocks. Ball at the 48-yard line. McElroy's gonna come roll out near side. Nearly picked off, but right into the hands of number eight and room to run as Ryan Miller, the senior, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at about the 11-yard line. Crusaders tried to go in and make the pick in the likes of, I think it was TJ Rotello. Yes, tried to come in to make the pick, did not. It was just a fraction late. The pass was complete and dancing all the way down to the eight-yard line with the Shamrocks. It'll be first down and goal for the men in green. It was a little bit of a gamble defensively because he went for the ball not the tackle, and uh, we saw the result. McElroy this time will go under center within the backfield. Behind him will be... Armand Tucker. The handoff to Tucker left side making a nice hit at the line of scrimmage is number 36 for your Crusaders, Zach French. And I like the way French plays. Very physical. Good, Good speed Crusader. Good speed. I'm looking down that line. You got you got some you got some dudes on that defense. Aiden Shaw, you look at Nate Pabst. Uh, we, they, they got some guys they're young but man when they start to mature and get some confidence this is going to be a dangerous football team. Under centers McElroy he's going to hand it off again to number 14 that is wow. Bradley West the junior, a 5 foot 10 junior he'll be dropped at about the 10 yard line slow whistle tonight slow whistle He'll actually get inside the nine. It'll be third down and four for the Shamrocks. McElroy in the Shamrocks quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Again, he'll go under center. This time in the backfield will be number 34, Kyle Fieger. Timeout. Timeout. Moore. We'll keep Let's it. You want, it want to keep it here? Yeah,
1: we'll keep it right here. Let's talk a little bit more about Princeton. Are you
0: got any scores you want to? I'm just looking at some of these. Uh, Steve's showing me a punt by Cathedral. They punted the ball from their own end zone, and it was a six-yard punt right into the Elder student section. Elder, they got the disease we had last week. Yes. <laughs> They're down in four, 6.23 to go. If you're just tuning in, Trinity leads uh, 21-0. But, Rob, it's a great opportunity. And, um, you know, listen, it's no secret, Moeller does not have a home football stadium. So if you're going to go hand pick a stadium to play in, viking stadium pat mancuso field is certainly one you want to go in the city no doubt and a new press box they just renovated that as well
1: tore all the walls down put new glass in um great setup for us broadcast wise um we've been there for three or four years and the, the new stadium it's two years old it's just – it's fantastic. Joe Roberts, the new athletic director, is wonderful to work with. Matt Weber is assistant. Uh, great people, and they want this to be a successful relationship and make it long-term. This is not a one-year yeah, deal. And give kudos to Mike
0: Aspect, who's really yes. done a great job, you know, nurturing, creating that relationship and nurturing it uh. – Great relationship between the two schools. McElroy under center. Play action fake. Rolling near side. Got pressure. He's going to try to dump it off to his receiver. Hits the turf first. It'll be an incomplete pass. Fourth down, and the Shamrocks will come in to kick a field goal. And make attempt a field goal. Beautiful night here in right. Louisville. It is. It's absolutely beautiful. I just wish we didn't work staring down the barrel of a two-hour drive going home. I got to come back tomorrow morning for a freshman game. What? That's poor planning. Why don't you just stay here? I wish.
2: Too many things to
0: do when I get back tonight. That's why you got to get a mobile studio. It's King 17, Sycamore 17. They've tied it up. That's at the half. 17-17. All of their scores remain the same as we have it. As The point after attempt is, or I should say the field goal is up on the way, and it good. is good. Chalk that up as a 25-yard field goal. And the Shamrocks extend their lead 24-0. We'll take a break in the action and be back with Molar Football. You're listening to Molar Football on ESP Media, powered by Sino Sports.
1: Kent Insurance is a family-owned business located right here in Kenwood. Chris Kent, a graduate of 1993 and former tight end, can take care of your business needs. While his sisters, Kim and Katie, are ready to handle your personal insurance. Top-of-the-line products, competitive pricing, and outstanding customer service is what they offer. Give them a call. 513 791 6060. That's 513 791 6060. A big shout out to Katie's daughter, Abby Kerwin, playing saxophone with the marching band. Let's.
0: Back here at Marshall Stadium, Eric Cohen, Rob Ebel, it's Molar Crusader football. You know, also next week, I forgot to mention it until Doug Horse reminded me. Doug Horse, is there a better basketball coach in Cincinnati than Doug Horse? Easily one of the best. Just ask him, right, Doug? <laughs> That's my favorite. Doug's my boy, man. He's a great guy. But Doug reminds us that next week is the ring ceremony. Doug, you are correct. For the back-to-back state championship basketball team at halftime, I'll tell you what, I am so excited for Moeller basketball. What Doug and Carl and Suss and all those guys do every single year is amazing as the Crusaders will take this kickoff back out to the 30-yard line and it will be first and ten. It's just unbelievable. And, and, and I'm honored to in some small, cheap, dirty way to be a part – of that molar basketball program. I'm on the outside looking in, and, and they just do things the right way. And all they do is win. They do it the right way with class. And uh, I'm excited to uh, – we're going to do some incredible things with them too, Rob. We're going to have a VIP basketball club uh, club as well, and we'll get more into that perhaps later tonight or next week. But uh, it's just going to be a uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So next week we're going to honor those guys, the state champions at halftime next week. Hopefully the fans can be there to support the Molar Basketball Program.
1: I think CK will be on with us in the third quarter after that ring ceremony to talk about he- uh,
0: to talk about the. Uh, Altamoli goes pass and just narrowly misses the intended receiver deep, going down for the Crusaders. Yeah. I thought that was 87, but that's no, 83. 83. That was at number 83 for the Crusaders, Brandon White. White had good speed, not a bad ball from yeah. He hit separation. He did yeah. just a little hit him in the uh, fingertips. If you uh, asked my coaches back at St. James, they would have said that was a catchable ball if it hit your fingertips. But it was just a little over three. Uh,
1: CK will be in to talk about his youth coaches clinic. I, I don't know how many years Doug can chime in and tell you, but I'd say, yeah. 25, 26 years.
0: Yeah, Doug, also, if you could send me the amount of kids that came over the summer for the basketball camp. I had the number and I forgot it. Uh, there's a handoff. Brandon White going to come around the near side and be tackled before he's able to get across the line of scrimmage down to the 30-yard line. Be third down and 10. Coach's clinic on the 28th. There goes... Uh, there goes Steve's handwriting again. <laughs> His doctor's handwriting. His doctor's handwriting. Doug, send me how many. I, I was impressed with the number of future Crusaders that participated in the summer camps. It was an unbelievable number through, you know, they had all these different levels of camps and just fantastic. Just timeout Crusaders, man. And Waller is going to call a timeout. Time hey, timeouts, that's their third and final. That's I'm final. Told. I work down at the Paul Brown Stadium Press Box. It's really awesome. They have a in-house press box public address announcer. Not the one that you get from, you know, in the stadium, but a guy that gives you everything you want to know in your ear. Something like me. Let me put a microphone on Steve Albreck. Five fourteen to go. Here in the second quarter, twenty-four nothing Trinity. Not a lot of tweets tonight. Light us up on Twitter where you're listening to the broadcast from. Who do you like? Arizona Bear, State Bearcat game yeah, at us, noon tomorrow. Yeah, let us know. You asking me or you asking, asking Twitter asking you, Nation? Bro. I'm going to start with you. All right, here it is. Now this is better handwriting, Steve. The 28th Molar Basketball Youth Coaches Clinic on October 19th from nine. It took them five minutes to write this, though. Right, right, uh-huh. Steve. Of the 28th Bowler Basketball Youth Coaches Clinic on October 19th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Now, here's a question. Where do they go to get more information or to register? Let's just count. Let's just go. Let's go bigmo.com, yes. and you we can get all that information. Under basketball. Let's it's go. all under documents. How about this? Now, let's get him on the mic. We can't get him on the Taller... – Louis Tallarigo is tuning in. Now, did I pronounce the last name right? Okay, I thought so. Tuning in from his dorm room at the University of Dayton. How about this? You ready this? You guys are down, but far from out. Be the best. So what? Now what? How about that? Lewis, thanks for checking in. Your family's up here in the box. They're taking care of us. It's unbelievable. Ultimately, in trouble on the backfield. He's going to get rid of, of one tackler, but he will not elude the likes of the grap- grasp of number nine, Tyler Robertson. Two six hundred or six three, two hundred and fifty five pound senior. We've mentioned his name three times tonight. He drops Altamuli, and the Crusaders. We've said this before. We'll have to part. So, do you take the Bearcats and the points, or you going
1: Buckeyes? What is the point spread? Seventeen. It's a tough. It's a tough.
0: Hey, those guys always get that right, don't they? Yeah, it's scary. How? Huh? Well, what are you going with?
1: I'll take the Bearcats and the points.
0: Just because you said that, I'm going with the Buckeyes. All right. I can't judge Sunday next week. With nuts. All right. I like mine with nuts. Okay. Noah Hughes now will punt the ball away for the Crusaders. This one will go across midfield, get a Crusader-Montgomery oh. bounce. Oh. Down across the 30, be picked up by the Shamrocks, number 8, and he's running. Ryan Miller, the five foot nine senior, has got room to run. He'll be tripped up mercifully by the... Crusaders is that Ethan Coe number five I believe it is nope, that's going to be number five for the Crusaders TJ Rotello you can make an argument a touchdown saving tackle yes it was here's Doug checking in Doug says over 500 campers this summer for molar basketball that's unbelievable I think that's like half of uh, Hamilton County <laughs> are there are more than 500 kids in Hamilton County They play basketball? They play basketball. That's a lot of kids. That's amazing. You're doing something right when that happens. In shotguns, McElroy. Hand it off.
1: Barrett, it's the premier basketball program in the Midwest. And it has been for... I'll make an argument
0: it's farther than that. As Tucker will take it far side on a sweep. Gain of four, second and six. You're right, Rob. I mean, it's really amazing what C.K. has done and that whole basketball program. And it's not just been the last two years. I mean, it's
1: we're, we're talking decades now. we got a train over there
0: out in the end zone, Rob. Yeah. We, that's about like the you're third back home in right? Yeah. That's a, the first I'm one I've seen. am a Madera seen. guy. You keep trying to push me in the 1-5. <laughs> I really do, don't I? <laughs> I know enough I'm a 4-3 I, I know guy. enough of those Molar grads that are in the 1-5. There's a handoff to sweep to the left side. As Tucker again the five foot ten sophomore around the left side across the forty to the thirty eight yard line? Tackle provided by number twenty four, the Crusaders Andrew Diley, the five foot ten senior. It'll be first and ten Trinity at the thirty eight yard line. The Crusader thirty eight. I would love to know what's the longest quarter streak of a
1: Molar offense not scoring because we're now we're now into our sixth quarter of no points. You just, right?
0: you just challenged Steve 10 Ulber. is the record. 12. 12 is the record. We're, what are we at? 6? 12 is the record for no points scored. As there's a screen, a little bubble play complete to number 19 oh, of the Mueller, or of the uh, Shamrocks. That's Logan Warren, the five, the 6 foot senior. We'll take it down to the 20 yard line. That'll be close to the marker. They're going to call it about a yard and a half short. We'll call it a second and two. And ball at the 30-yard line with 2 minutes and 38 seconds here from a beautiful Marshall Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky. Shamrocks are now going to come out with twins on the near side, single set, actually twins on the far side. Handoff in the backfield to Crusader, perhaps but unable to make the tackle and now with room to run He's is going. Bradley West. He'll take it all the way down to the four-yard line. They're saying he might have stepped out at the five. Pabst had him in the backfield, yep. was around. unable to stop him, and then he took it around the left end, untouched all the way down to the five-yard line. Crusaders.
1: Number three for the Crusaders pushed him out. I'm sorry I don't have a roster as I'm trying to film, but uh, number three pushed him out.
0: It's Carrington Valentine. Crusaders 10 straight quarters without points dating back to 2018 playoff game against Elder. It's the last time the Crusaders have put points on the board. There's a pass in and out of the hands of the intended receiver number 81 for the Shamrocks and the likes of Simon Rice, the six foot four tight end, and it'll be second and goal for the Shamrocks you got to go back to 2018. at well, That was at the pit, wasn't it? Against Elder. The last time the Crusaders have put points on the board. Could it be the curse of Barrett? I'm going to have the shortest alumni director career ever. There's a handoff and tripped up in the backfield. Nice open field tackle, albeit in the backfield, by the Crusaders right there and the likes of number – 36. Probably saved the touchdown. Zach French again. Zach's been all over the field tonight, a six foot one, one hundred and ninety-five pound junior, and you're right. A touchdown saving yeah, tackle, way in the that. backfield, because he, he was going to turn the corner yes, sir. had Zach not made that tackle. Yes. That is the longest train in the history of CSX. That thing's been going since we started this game. You know things aren't going well when you're talking about CSX trains in the second quarter of a broadcast. I think it's in the loop. Trips on the far side. This time McElroy is going to go in shotgun. Bad snap. He's able to pick it up. Puts it over the shoulder of his intended receiver and out of bounds. Incomplete pass intended for Bradley West, the five foot ten junior. And the Shamrocks are going to have to Kick attempt it. a field goal. Cathedral, you ready for this? Cathedral 14, Elder 7. You sure that's right? Steve looks at me and says, am I ever wrong? 14-7, Cathedral over Elder. Kings and Sycamore tied up 17. Some games of interest. And this is a point after attempt coming up here, or I should say a field goal attempt for the Shamrocks. Coming up at halftime, the two angry quarterbacks. Is that Field goal will go left of the upright. No good. And some saving face right there for the Crusaders as they'll take over first and ten with the ball at their own eight-yard line. Coming up, the, the angry quarterbacks coming up, Richard Skinner and Tony Pike. I think those guys are going to talk a lot about the Buckeyes and the Bearcats coming up here at halftime. Here who Tony Pike? I know who Tony Pike's going with. I think I do. I talked in the studio. I think he's rolling with. Uh, at least he was Monday of last week. This past week, he was rolling with the Bearcats, pulling the post. He didn't say they were going to win. At least from when him and I talked, he said that he liked the chances of the Bearcats staying in this football game. Did you hear what he did? He does he pick it at the uh, halftime show? Do You want to tease me or give me an idea? More, you or do. You, I have to listen. You got to listen. listen. All right, a little hook there. I like it. That's why you're the best in the business, Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. First and ten. That's Muley. He's going to hand it off up the middle, and with some room to run, out all the way to the 30-yard line is number 25 for the Crusaders.
2: Daniel
0: Dunlap, five foot ten, 170-pound junior nice little run there and that'll move the chains first and ten for the Crusaders at this point you're reaching for any kind of good news so a nice run there that that'll give the Crusaders with that run 22 yards Sean McGinnis says he's gonna take UC in the points yep I would yeah S- 17 he's only doing that because you said that Rob yeah that's true trips on the far side single set near side set setback and they're going to give it to that lone setback. Brandon White across the 30 to the 31. Just not doing a lot offensively. No tackle push. Tackle to tackle. Nope. Derek Williams, you are absolutely correct. Motion on the, on the Crusaders. And it'll be motion against, you're right, Rob, motion against the Crusaders. Todd Nauman, he's coming all the way out to the, uh, to the marker here. He's got a question for one of the uh, referees. I think he wanted to know
1: who the motion was on. The far, the far line judge called it, and uh, Coach Nauman was
0: trying to get clarification on who, who was uh, moving. Kent McKenzie giving us an update from Dwyer Field in Mason, which is in my backyard, by the way. Just saying, If we played Mason tonight. It's always windy at that field. It is windy, but anyways, LaSalle up twenty-four to nothing over the Mason comments. Honestly, I'm surprised it's not a little more than that. We're we gonna let it run out, boss. They're going to let this clock run out, and we are, no, no, they're going to try to get a quick snap here. Oh. A little confusion out on the field as it looked as if some of the Shamrocks started walking off the field. Altamule says, hold on, let's snap the football, and now a timeout. So the Shamrocks will call a timeout on the field with, did the time run off the clock? The clock on the uh, Marshall Stadium field is, is it reset zero? to 12 minutes. And now they're going to say that's the end of the half. Yep. So we we're. Mercifully, right. this half comes to an end. Your score here from Marshall Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the Shamrocks of Louisville Trinity 24, the Molar Crusaders 0. You're listening to Molar Football on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Welcome into another edition of the Angry Quarterbacks. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and local12.com with the real quarterback Tony Pike of Reading High School, UC, and Carolina Panthers fame. We're broadcasting as we always do from the James Rapine Memorial Studio. We'll talk some high school football, some NFL and Bengals, some college football with a huge game just mm. up I-71 in Columbus, UC, traveling to take on Ohio State. Is that we- this week? It is this week. Oh. That's what they said, at least. Oh, huh. are you going to be? Are you going to be there? Yep. All right, well, we'll talk about it, okay? Yep. Sound like a plan? Great. All right, let's do it. We're going to start with some high school football, though. Week one is in the books in uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, Southeast Indiana finishing week two. And uh, actually, in Northern Kentucky, they technically finished week one, but some teams have already played two games because they have a week zero. Did you jot all that down? Got it. All right. Week zero. Week zero. Bye. Bye, right, week. Sorry about some of the, 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 the bigger team wins in Cincinnati uh, last week. We'll start with, with Elder, which was our number one team in the local 12 top 12 Um and certainly played like it, I thought, in, yes. in their opening win at Kahana Lincoln, winning 41-6. to Big night for a quarterback Matthew Luby. He threw it was only 4 of 7 for 111 yards passing, but carried 7 times for 241 yards and 2 touchdowns. So 350 yards. I think that speaks to, A, his athleticism, but B, yep. we talked about that, that big offensive line that Elder
4: has. I think they're going to be very good. Yeah, this, this jumps out of typical elder punch-in-the-mouth type of play that they've been accustomed to with Doug Ramsey at, at elder, uh, whether it's been – you know you go back to the Bradley Gladhauer days, uh, the ground and pound. And in recent years, he's made that transition of, look, we're going to use our quarterback to run more. And when you do that, you even out the numbers. If, if, if yeah, because he's not accounted yeah. for a lot of yeah. time. If, if the linebacker – if the defense – and if the D-line and linebackers have seven and you only have six blocking – with a running game, well, you're, you're a guy short. Now you use the running back as a blocker. You get head-on-head head there, and, and now you have a chance to, to free up. And, and I think Elder's done a better job than most teams around here to utilize that over the last couple of years. And they also have had the quarterbacks to do it. Yeah, I mean, Peyton, right. Peyton right. Ramsey, and he was a dual threat. Michael Bittner was, yep. be, became a better thrower, but he was a great runner. Right. And, and now Matthew guys, Luby. All those guys you thought, they can run, but it, when they need to, they can make right. throws. And, right. and, and, and that's certainly the case, and when you look at – Up front, the talent they have on the offensive line, you look at the talent they have at tight end. That's going to be if you can run the ball like that, guess what? Play action, down the field shots become a lot more uh, beneficial and a lot easier to take for that Elder offense that I think showed why you and I both had them number one early. Yep. Uh, Elder plays uh, Friday against Indianapolis Cathedral. That Indy Cathedral team
3: just beat Moeller 28 to nothing. I didn't have Muller in the, in the local 12 top 12 to start yeah. the
4: year. I don't regret the decision now. I, I, it's going to be a long year for the Crusaders, yeah. it looks like. It's going to be a long year. And, and you see a score 28 nothing. it's easy to say, oh, it's just bad on both sides. Like I, I, I think the Mueller defense battled. Eight, yeah, they turned it over eight turned times. Turned it over eight times. And, and one of those was returned for a touchdown. Another returned, I mean, it, you, you put the defense in a lot of bad situations. It was 7 nothing at halftime. And, so and yeah, you know, Muller played about as bad as you could. Uh, it just, it, it's not a I, – I knew when Rossfeld left they didn't have a ton coming back from that team last year. And I know they're young, especially on the offensive right. line. So you go through your, your scars this year. But, man, when you, when you start off in a game like that – and I don't think Cathedral's the power that they have been in years right. past. And they turned the ball over a bunch too. But eight turnovers, 28 nothing. Could have been a lot worse. Could have been worse. And and even Mueller through their scrimmages, haven't scored the ball at a high rate. So it, it's going to be a struggle for this offense going forward this year. Uh, another team in the GCL South St. Xavier with a nice win
3: over Brownsburg, Indiana, 38-17. Brownsburg was ranked... I believe 2, number 2 in 5A uh, in Indiana, so that was a pretty good win for them. And a really good night for their quarterback, Matthew Reevy, 21 of 35, 301 yards passing. It didn't look like they won, ran the ball great, but they certainly got it done with Matthew Reevy, and, and I know you're high on him, I know you work yeah. with him, so uh, certainly
4: a good, good start for him. Yeah, well, you, you get to see why, and, and it, it's been hard for Matthew Reevy the last couple of years. You've sat behind Chase Wolf, you sat behind Wyatt Hudipole for most of the season last year. What I like about Matthew's game is they've now transitioned. Uh, They bring in uh, Andrew Coverdale from Trinity as an offensive coordinator, and that offense that they're running is a lot of pro-style stuff. So it's not the typical shotgun no-huddle spread. They knew they had a deficiency on offensive line. You lose Paris Johnson to Princeton, and and they've implemented a lot more play-action pass. They move the pocket, and they take chances. And what Coach Coverdale has is a quarterback that knows when to take the chance and when not. They ran a wheel route like a throwback pass the other night, and it wasn't there, and the ball's thrown away and that sounds like a simple play, but too many times guys try right. to fit that no, in, no doubt, or they hold onto the ball too long. It is a very smooth relationship right now from offensive coordinator to quarterback on the field, and a lot of that comes from the time that Matthew puts in outside of football on the mental side of the game and understand the offense and I think like I, there was a lot of unknowns coming in, say next against like you said Batesville wasn't a bad team, yeah, but yeah, Browns- yeah, 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 no, they're a good team. They're yeah. they're a good team, and, and Saint X pretty much handled them in a lot of different ways. I think Saint X has put themselves kind of at the top there with Elder of that that division. I would agree. Uh They play the big rivalry game this week
3: with Colrain. Colrain did get a get a win in the first game yes. without Tom Bolden as a head coach, but only at two hundred and twenty five yards. They did hold hold Huber Heights Wayne to two seventy three. So that Colrain defense probably still has enough juice in it. But I think that offense is going to continue to be a work in progress.
4: Yeah, they, they've they've tried to to run out there through the preseason two different offenses. and A, a passing a quarterback, quarterback and an option. Like yeah. You have an option guy and you have a passing guy. Well, you can't go through the season with both. So you have to decide on one and go with it. And you've got to put more time practice. Because you've got to imagine how their practices go right now. Probably half the reps option, half the reps shotgun. So... You need full reps going into weeks, especially a week like this. Yeah. You got to make a decision and go for it. I'm, I'm interested to see Cole Rain uh, because I know they scrimmaged Lakota West and Lakota West beat them. And Lakota West, and Lakota just Lakota lost, West lost, to, lost pretty bad to LaSalle. Yeah. So I'm interested to see this week if, if Cole Rain is still going to be the Cole Rain that has to be reckoned with in that GMC because yeah, we because know there's what other, Princeton is. We know what Fairfield Fairfield's is really good. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting because Cole Rain, we talked last week, they want to be the top dog still. and They got the chip on their shoulder. This week is going to go a long way in seeing how close they are to where they've been. Yeah. Speaking of other GMC teams, Fairfield with a, with an opening win.
3: Juton McClain doing his thing, 20 yep. carries for 168 yards, but their defense allowed only 128 yards. So uh, you talk, this feels like one of those years in Princeton we broadcast the game. I did it for, for ESP Media. I'll be doing it all year long. We did it this past Friday against Milford. Uh, they did not look great offensively. In fact, Paris Johnson really struggled. had a couple of holding penalties, had a couple of smaller guys use their quickness around him. But, boy, I thought defensively that Jaheim Thomas, who's going to UC, yep. and Darian Henry, who's going to Ohio State, are just wreckers. If they stay healthy, those two guys are almost yep. impossible to block up front. The question is, can they get enough offense? Uh, M.J. Horton, the quarterback, really struggled with his accuracy, yep. uh, went out for a play with cramps. Dorian Durham came in, and he threw a touchdown pass on a right. third and eight play. Um,
4: but and that was And that was a quarterback battle going on through camp. Through camp, correct. So I don't know if, if maybe they look and they make some type of change going forward. Uh, and you certainly, you talk about those two defenders. What's, the, what's been Cole Rain's M.O.? They, they can run the ball. Yep. So if you've got two guys that can stop the run like that, maybe Cole Rain should look at going into that pass again because Princeton, they check all the boxes. They, they do. I mean, defensively especially. Yeah. Offensively, I think they're still trying to
3: find what are right. they. They've got two different running backs. Thomas Boyd is a bigger back. Um, you know, James Price is a smaller back. Price had some some good runs. Boyd had a good series where he kind of got things settled and ran for for a couple times for first down. But I I don't know if they if they have an identity yet on offense. I yeah. thought I thought that offensive line, especially with Paris Johnson. Would be able to push uh, Milford around, and it really didn't. Mm-hmm. Now they did gain yards, and they won the game thirty-eight to seven. But uh, it was a 14-7 game early in the fourth quarter, so they yeah. were in a dogfight against a Milford team that lost a bunch of people from last year. Their right. quarterback's back, but they lost a
4: bunch of folks from from yeah, last year. The other thing I don't know about Princeton, I just don't know the schedule is going to challenge them a ton this year. I well, like the in the GMC challenge it, it, and the Rain game, correct. And correct. you get yeah. So I just it'll be interesting to see because I think. Prince is one of those teams that's going to come playoffs before you really know what they're what going to they're be. be. I think that's yeah. probably fair. That, that, that's, that's probably right. Uh, also, in the
3: GMC Sycamore with a 50-20 to 20 win over Loveland. Sycamore had 238 yards rushing and held Loveland to 178 yards in that one. How about Hamilton with a nice win? I, I, and I saw them last year. I did a TV game for, uh, of Hamilton's. Um, and they were young. In fact, yep. the night the night I did the T V game, they ended up having to, to put a freshman running back at quarterback because they were so injured. It was basically just an old single wing stuff. They really couldn't do much out of it. And they were playing a good Colrain team, yep. and that kind of factored in. But they outgained West Claremont three hundred and seventy to seventy one yards. I know people before the year were telling me don't don't sleep on them. They, yep. they you know they were they didn't have a good year last year, but they've got some talent and they do. Um I, I that, that's a good opening win for them.
4: Yeah, I mean and what it does, especially in the game of high school football when you talk new coach correct yes so you get the new coach you get new coordinators what that does is kind of solidify if i'm a player on that team and now i see okay this is what we've been taught and look at it working you gotta you got quick buy-in yep now you're okay boom i'm bought in now it's, it's it's no longer oh i gotta go to practice today it's okay what are we gonna get done today what's new today what are we what are we building on and that's the environment that's kind of being created at Hamilton right now. That's a, a really good step forward for that team. Yep. it's it's hop back to the, the GCL South for a minute, and it's kind of
3: a crossover because you mentioned it a moment ago, LaSalle beating Lakota West 31-7. to uh, They held West to 164 yards. You know, LaSalle had that great run of, of three mm-hmm. state championships, and, and it felt like kind of, okay, that was a great run. You had a good run of talent. The talent kind of dried up a little bit, and, you know, is it ever going to come back? I'm, I'm interested to see how this LaSalle team
4: evolves this year. Yeah. I, think that's a, I think that was a good opening win for them as well against Tom Bolden's crew. Well, we, we've talked going into the season on and, and last week's show about there's so many unknowns this year. And is it really after one week, do we really know much? But there, I know more stuff to watch now. Yes. I want to yeah. say, okay, is X going to continue to compete with Elder? Can LaSalle get to the top? Because both X and LaSalle have checked the box week one as well. Uh, and, and when you have the best kicker in the country... That doesn't hurt. Right. So that, that's a thing in high school football. All of a sudden, if you get to like the 30, 35-yard line, you're in field goal range. You don't get that in high school a lot. You don't get the chance to get points on the board. So you add in special teams. That means kickoffs. Oh, where you don't it, have to worry about a no, return so, it, game. It, it, I mean,
3: it's a huge aspect. We, you know, we see NFL long snappers and punters and, and kickers right. be so consistent and so good. In high school football, it really can be right. a game changer. I'm mean, i I'm watching the Princeton-Milford game the other night, and, and long snaps back to the punter were a complete adventure. Yep. I mean, and they just are. Just It's not an right. easy thing to do. Um, so I think we take it for granted, and I think it can be a big part of the game for
4: sure. Yeah, and I, and I think, too, the people have wanted, you know, as the— is the, the cupboard empty at LaSalle yet because they had that great run. Right. And I think that week one, again, you can take scrimmages for what it's worth, but Lakota West, for all accounts, beat beat Coleraine in a scrimmage. And LaSalle handled Lakota West pretty easy. Yeah. So I think that's a great... Great first week for Lasalle. Yeah, Lasalle gets uh, Mason next. Mason coming off a, a surprisingly score-wise
3: thirty-four-seven yeah. loss to Springboro. Uh, maybe a bad first week, and maybe not a good season ahead for Mason. We'll find out a little bit more uh, this coming week. Team that really kind of opened eyes, and, and I, I, I knew they were good. You knew they were good. We did their playoff game last year, but Winton Woods went yeah. up and just train wrecked Trotwood-Madison. Maya Williams had another typical. It really didn't even have a huge game. He carried for one hundred and I think thirty-one yards, something like that. Yeah. Um So it wasn't a huge, huge game for Mayan Williams. But their defense is so yep. good. Um, they, they, I think they 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 got to be up there for teams to beat in the state and in, in, in yep. division two. And I'm probably not telling people something they don't know. But man, just to go up to Troutwood and handle them like that—that that to me went okay. They are that
4: good. Yeah. What I, what I tell people about Wenton Woods, I said very rarely in sports can you build hype around a team and then go see the team and still be impressed. Right. So like so so for example, like you could build hype around, you know. You got to go watch this guy play, and you go, and it's like, oh, he's good. But you know, to the hype, I just didn't see it. Like, go see, go see my Woods play. Go see Mayan Williams, and you'll walk away and say, okay, I see it. I see it. You will. will. We promise you you will see it. Right. So you don't get that all the time because there's there's fake hype and there's hype around people for different reasons. And social media does so much. Go watch them play, and you'll see why the hype around this team is real because they are a real threat. And Mayan Williams is a real candidate for Mr. Ohio. No question. A couple other uh, quick notes uh, in, in Ohio. Just a couple other windows of
3: note. Anderson uh, beat Simon Kenton pretty handily. Anderson beating Simon Kenton didn't surprise me. The The final score did. I don't know if it says... Less about Simon Kenton, more about Anderson. And then Turpin with a, with a good opening win over Lakota East, 35-21. So a couple of good wins for, yeah. for ECC schools there. And we have to mention defending Division 4 state champ Wyoming, 500 yards total offense in their opening win over Columbus Academy. How about Evan Prater's stat line? 13-17, 217 yards, two touchdowns, and he ran for 89 yards and four more scores. So he accounted for six
4: of their seven touchdowns in that football game. Uh, yeah, the uh, highest rated recruit ever at UC. Yep, Getting off to a, a great start, and that's... More than can be said about a lot of the CHL, because if you combine Taylor, Finningtown, Deer Park, and Redding, those four teams had six points combined this week. That's not a good stat. That's not a good, start. Not a good stat. Indian like, Hill had a good win, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but Deer yeah. Park, shut out. Redding, shut out. Taylor, shut, shut out. out. By Lawrenceburg. <laughs> Yeah, and, and uh, six points for Finnington. There you go. Um, in not Kentucky, a night, not a banner
3: week. In Kentucky, Covcath off to a two and zero start. They have not allowed a point in their two games to Ryland Campbell County. How about in the Campbell County game? They they, I don't even say allowed. That's not the right. Word. They held Campbell County to minus fifty eight yards rushing and minus forty seven yards for the game. Uh, yes. Would you start punting on first down if that if your offense was going backwards like that? Yeah, you have to the quick the quick kick. You, 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 you almost definitely would have to. Uh, Highlands uh, had a tough loss to do. Uh, Knoxville Catholic. Nothing to be ashamed of. 31-28. I still am looking forward to that Highlands-Covcath matchup down the road. And I think Ryle jumped back into to the site in mm-hmm. Kentucky because we took for granted. All right, Covcath shut them out week one. Maybe it says a little bit about, yeah, Covcath's still as good as they've been. And Ryle maybe is not. So good, but maybe they are. Maybe Cubcat is just that good. They went and beat Connor, which got a good opening round, opening week win at Madison Central. Beat them thirty-four to ten, so a good one there. And in Indiana, East Central beating Oak Hills twenty-eight to nothing. Held mm-hmm. Oak Hills to two first downs and thirty total yards of offense. Oak Hills running the wing T this year. Didn't sound like it got off to such a flaming
4: start. Not a good start. Uh, my guy uh, Garrett Unit Lawrenceburg had a good bounce back against he did. Taylor. Yes, uh, Brody Reader at Little Miami had a good week. It is you, you mentioned the the inability to run the ball and defense is holding teams to minus yard. I've seen that a lot more in football at the start of this year. People don't realize, like, if you can stop the run in high school and you get 2nd and 10 and 3rd and 10 situations, it's really hard to throw the ball. Well, but, and, and, the, the, and
3: to me, if you're not running it, obviously that starts up front, right? Yeah. So if you're not running it, chances are those guys aren't going to pass block very well Correct. either. So, I mean, that all kind of comes part of part, right. parcel. The, the
4: running game, when you see teams like Wynton Woods and Mayan Williams, that's why it's so important because even if... People hold Miami Williams in check. You're still getting to second and five, right, right. third and three situations, which is a lot easier to, to deal with than third and 12 and things like that. Yeah, taking a five-step drop and having a guy in your face when you put that back foot down, that's, a, that's not a good way to go for Correct. sure. All
3: right, when we continue, we got some NFL and Bengals to talk. It's week one of the NFL season, and we still got a big college football segment with UC and Ohio State looming on Saturday in Columbus. Gonna, you are not
4: going to talk about Roger Bacon?
3: Uh oh, the fight? Yeah, I guess I guess we could for a second. Uh, the Roger Dick, Bacon Dunbar game. Yeah. I, I, have you seen the video? Yes. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen a player go after an official like that. Have you? Well, I, I've seen players get angry with officials. You may occasionally, you yeah. know, put your hand on one and and you immediately regret it. I mean that 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 official looked absolutely fearful of that kid in the, in the moment. Yeah, and, you and tell, I get it. I mean,
4: you could tell the helmet. I mean, it wasn't a light shot. It no. was a headbutt with his helmet on. And the scary thing is, if coaches and players weren't out there, he was going after the other official. Oh, I know so, he was. And, and and who knows, in that rage, if he would have got to that official, what would have happened?
3: That's it, it, a great question. I mean, that
4: is that is one of the the scarier things that, that I've seen on a high school football I field. I agree with you. And and obviously, there's no place in football for behavior like that. And it takes away from, you know, Roger Bacon's got a really good running back who you want to see more right. of, and, and you don't get a chance to because of situations like that. Yeah, no, I, I I until
3: I saw the video, you know, I'd heard I'd heard what taken had taken place on, on Friday. the video though was even more eye opening to me, just yeah. watching the rage of that, that, that kid. Yeah, Holy a, cow. Yep. He can't ever play again, no, right? No. I mean it's no a pretty chance. simple decision. Yep. Okay. Can't put him back out All there. Right. All right when we continue, we will talk some Bengals in NFL, college football and more. It's the Angry Quarterbacks. I'm Richard Skinner. He's Tony Pike from the James Rapine Memorial Studio and your friends at ESP Media.
0: Back like here at Marshall Stadium, here in Louisville, live coverage. And I got an issue with the whole quarterbacks thing. Skinny never was a quarterback. Should it be one angry quarterback?
1: Well, it started out, it was Gamble. It was Gamble. Uh, let's see. It was Gamble, Skinner, and Pike. So okay. it was the angry quarterbacks. And the only legitimate quarterback in the room was Pike. And the other two guys were
0: angry. Oh, well, then, the only angry guy knows gamble. I mean, Tom. Tom. He well, Skinner was the other angry guy. Yeah, but I don't, he's not an angry guy. But I like it though. But right? yeah. but I know uh, I know Skinny didn't play football. But he he calls a mad game though. He's pretty good on the on the radio. Yeah.
1: He uh, he handles our uh, handles some broadcasting. He's the voice of Moeller basketball the last three years. He's done an excellent job. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's he's all over the
0: place. I don't flying know. Flying to, to Seattle tomorrow morning. you said. I don't know how him and Tony and those guys uh, have any time of the day to do anything. Well, let's see what the molar Crusaders come out with as we're getting ready to start. Not a lot of action on Twitter, Rob. Steve, Rob, Taligro, I, almost, I, mis- I mispronounced it again. I get. I have like a fat tongue or something. Taligro family, we haven't had many tweets up here at all. And Taligro family, they, they want a little love on Twitter too. Light us up on Twitter. Again, uh, ESP, are you checking the ESP Twitter feed there, I, Rob? I, I will right now. ESP Media SN, or you can go directly to me at Barrett underscore Cohen. Let us know where you're listening to the broadcast from, and we, including Lewis, who's up at UD listening to the broadcast, we will give you a shout out. wonder if Derek's still listening. Probably not. He probably did one of those things and I've done it before you you want people thinking you're listening to a broadcast so you, you shoot them a text and then you turn it off yeah you ever done that? possibly maybe once and the kick and we are underway here in Low Wolf, Kentucky is the molar Crusaders it'll be Carrington Valentine taking it at the five across the 25 actually the 20 to the twenty four. And the Crusaders will get started offensively at the 24-yard line first and 10. Carrington Valentine taking that kick back. Going over some stats. Halftime stats. Trinity with 280 yards on the game. Moeller with 24. Passing yards 88 for Trinity. 28 for Moeller. Rushing yards has been all the difference. 192 for Trinity. The Crusaders minus four that's that needs to improve how's that uh, slightly slightly crusaders now looks like ultimately will be it now they, it's interesting it looks like they have a little wishbone or a little t formation in the backfield twins on the near side automatician shotgun give him a little protection maybe it's almost it's a tad thrown behind he had Malik Verdon open that was thrown behind just slightly Malik Verdon, coverage provided by number 5 it's his third big set tonight it's Graves the 5 foot 11 senior and he has made multiple plays tonight for this Shamrock football team what i like about uh, Graves for Trinity is he's tracking the ball He's
1: obviously got the quicks to run with our receivers, but he has the presence to turn around Barrett, see the ball, knock it down, or try to make a play on it. He's done that several times tonight.
0: Well done. Absolutely. Moeller has been successful in the Bluegrass State, Rob. Coming into tonight, 30-4 all-time here in Kentucky. Hand off this time to Brian White. A little misdirection in the backfield, perhaps a little confusion as it looked like Altamuyoli was a little confused on which way White was going to go on that exchange. White will take it back to the 24-yard line. The third down, another off-scheduled third and nine upcoming for the Molar Crusaders. I mean, Early on you saw what they were trying to do is put two guys, two blockers in the backfield just to give Altamuyoli some time to throw the ball and it looks like they're going to do that same thing here, two in the backfield. Valentine and Verdon will be split out on the near side. Man-to-man coverage. Looks like Trinity's going to come with the blitz, and they are. Throwing it to Carrington, who tries to one-catch it. Does he? He does. Catches it with one hand. Pulls it in at the 45-yard line. First and ten more at their own 45. That wow. might be one of the first big plays for this Moeller Crusader football team. It was. It was uh, thrown to the sideline and uh caught
1: by uh, it, w- it was just a great catch sorry we got a bunch going on here the train's back the tra-
0: that's awesome Wait, are you counting?
1: no I missed it we were going to do the over and under on
0: cars but we missed it I purposely it diverted, diverted your direction. attention to the field yes. so I could start counting from the beginning I'm on it 46, 40. first and ten ball at the 45 yard line this time Carrington will come out near side. Verdon will go out, split out far side. One in the backfield and a flanker in shotgun ultimulely. He's looking for Carrington on a bubble screen. Nothing there. As eating Carrington gets eat up in the backfield as soon as he caught that ball in the near side. By number five, Seth Graves. And number 16, Blake Ruffin, the 6'2 junior starting safety for the Shamrock football team. Very impressed by how quick they are. Yeah, they, they are quick. and, and I mean, they blew, they blew, on the they blew line, that up, Rob, before yep. the blockers were able to get over there to create the bubble. It's not a bubble screen unless you create the bubble. I, I will tell you, I do like the fact we're trying to get Carrington, our I do, best too. athlete
1: I on the too. field, getting him in the ball. I do too.
0: Second down in uh, 12. Twins on the far side and shotguns Altamule with 9 minutes and 36 seconds left. Play action fake. He's rolling around to the far side. He's going to be tripped up. Still stays on his feet. Throws the ball away. Incomplete pass and he was nearly sacked. And Altamule down on the ground and he looks hurt.
1: He got crushed.
0: Did you see the closing speed on that defensive lineman? I couldn't see the number from Trinity. Number 9 for Trinity. That guy we've been talking about all night long. The Six foot three, two hundred and fifty-five pounds, senior, came unabated from the blind side, and I don't think he put a hit on him necessarily, but he certainly tripped him up. Yeah. And I, I guess they did. They call it a a pass, or
1: was yeah, it a, was a, a it forward incompl- fumble?
0: Incomplete. Incomplete. Okay. Saw the uh, the incomplete sign and train's gone. <laughs> it looks like. Evan Springer might be getting loose for the Crusaders down there just in case ultimately he's not they're able to get, get back timeout. in the game. There's no way they're going to get this playoff. And they're going to do just that. Call a timeout, play clock down, 9.26 to go in the game. Third down and 13, Crusaders down 24 nothing. We'll keep it right here with 9.26 to go in the game. Trying to get some score updates from steve albrink 31 to nothing lasau i got that update 31 to nothing lasau how about this one i've got since we're in the bluegrass
1: the highlands bluebirds knock off campbell county 47 to nothing highlands over campbell county 47 to nothing bluebirds they took it on the chin against uh knoxville catholic down in corbin kentucky last week and so they've rallied and put a thumping on campbell county how
0: many fans do you think are out there listening tonight, the Bluebirds? I'll tell you, there's a there's a strong following for that program, huh? Dale, Dale Mueller and the, not
1: on these airwaves. No.
0: No. Speaking of updates, Rob, Corain cool clawing their way back. X now leading Corain cool 21-14. to 14. Good old, Still a good old good one. Good old good one. What's going on around here? We got life squads and fire trucks all over the place here down here in Louisville. Trains, fire trucks, ambulance. And we're back. We're in a good part of town. It's a nice part of town, good part of Kentucky down here in Louisville. St. Matthews. All right, third down and 12, we'll see what the uh, Crusaders can do here. Third, and they're going to say 13 actually on the scoreboard, ultimately in shotgun, twins on the far side. He's going to play action. He's going to go downfield looking for Carrington, and it will be – was it picked off? Nope, Uh, incomplete pass. Nice play by the defender. There he is again, number five, breaking up that pass, Seth Graves, the 5'11", senior. He's he's an MVP on defense tonight. He's impressive. He's really shut down a very talented Carrington Valentine, a U.K. commit. Now, to be fair, Carrington seeing his first action on offense this year, but – Two very talented young athletes right there, no question.
2: Wow, look how deep he is.
0: So back deep will be Noah Hughes. He'll be at the 29-yard line. Be punting this ball away with 920 to go here from Louisville. The punt is a good one. A spiraling kick that'll be fair caught at the 25-yard line by number eight Ryan Miller. And that's where the Shamrocks will begin first and ten. Good execution there, right? Built. Let's build on that. That was well done by the punt team. Everything about that. And That's what we talked about last week with Derek, Is You just got in games like this, you got to—you really got to find and, and really establish the positive things that happen in this game. Think Derek's still listening? No. Negative. So Shamrocks are going to pun- He punted on us. <laughs> early. <laughs> Under center will be McElroy. He's going to hand it off to the guy that's been carrying it all night long. Oh boy. Armand Tucker with room to run across Look at this midfield. Field. Speed. 40, 30, 20, 10, Arman touchdown. Tucker into the end zone. Armand 30, Tucker, five, a sweep five, on the far side, and once he turned that corner, he was off and running and a penalty flag, and this one might He's be coming back. Barrett, how about that young man's breakaway speed? That's the second time we've seen it. He's tonight. a little faster than you and I. Oh, my
1: Lord. He hit that corner and put in another gear, holding against
0: the rocks. Randy. It's got to be driving the head coach of this shamrock football team. Got to cr- be driving him crazy. You get deep into your season doing calls or plays like that. When you running back, runs off a 40-something-yard touchdown run and you bring it back, it would
2: be first and five.
0: Young man will be called out and filmed tomorrow. Can't teach speed. Shamrocks will try it again. This time first and five after the markoff, bringing it all the way back to the 30-yard line. This time he's going to be wrapped up in the backfield. They didn't want to do that again. Nate passed getting his big mitts and bringing them down at the 26-yard line. That will be second and six for the Shamrocks. Shamrocks now with 280 yards offense, 297. Now they're saying here on the uh, scoreboard, 297 yards of offense today. Moeller, 43 yards total offense. How we looking? Moeller has not scored since that Elder game, the playoff game last year, week eleven. Week eleven. There's a pass complete from McElroy. Ooh. Nice hit by number 44, Joe Teffer. But pass complete to Miller. Good enough for a first down for the Shamrocks. Number
2: one, number two, Michael
0: Leonard. Marked the ball at the 37-yard line. First and 10 for and Lowell two, three, Trinity.
2: At their
0: 37. I want to thank everybody listening to the broadcast tonight on ESP
1: Media. Your mom's clicked in 2,800 times. That's how many listeners we've had. Ryan White
0: left side, he's going to, Aiden Uh-oh. Shaw almost had him, he reverses track across midfield to the 40, 30, and dropped touchdown at the 24-yard line, a touchdown, we've said it before tonight, a touchdown saving tackle right there by number three, Carrington Valentine. And Valentine looks a little shook up, the UK commit as he comes off the field. He doesn't make that tackle. Touchdown. It's a touchdown. Looks like it's an ankle. First
2: and ten, Trinity. First and
0: ten, Trinity at the twenty-eight yard line. Marshall Heisdew making the trip tonight. Talking down there to Mike Asbeck. Coach Kramer on a uh, out of town this weekend. Otherwise, you know he'd be here too. McElroy and shotgun, right tight end or right tackle moved. Be ball. a dead ball. False start against the Shamrocks. I'll be honest with you. These games are not fun to broadcast. It's difficult. And uh, if I was a professional, which I'm not, it uh, would be a lot easier. But these are tough games to broadcast. Hey, Barry, you want to do play-by-play for Molar football? Here's your first two games. Yep. Well, now we know why Harry Carey drank. (laughs) Are you on the air? I'm live. All right, perfect. (laughs) Under centers McElroy. Twins on the far side. Looks like Teffer wants a blitz handoff. Number 14, again, onto the left side with a little bit of room. If he can turn the corner, he helmet cannot. Off. Bradley West, helmet comes off. Penalty flight comes out, and an injured Crusader on the ground. We'll take a break in the action with an injured Crusader. We'll come back. You're listening to Mueller Football on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. You're out, young man.
1: EBCO Pavement Services, Ab- LLC, has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and ceiling work since 1962 in the tri-state area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, C.B. Richard Ellis, Town Properties, and Fifth Third Bank, to name a few. We strive to provide professional service, communication, and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs. Go ABCO Pavement Services! Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP Media or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010. I'm going to let this commercial keep going. please. Budget door of Cincinnati has you covered. We specialize in repair and installation of commercial doors, security gates, and dock levelers. With affordable rates, 24-hour commercial service, and free replacement quotes, Budget Door can help you with any of your dock or door projects. Have an issue with your home garage door or opener? Budget Door can help with that, too. Servicing the tri-state area for over 30 years, Budget Door offers quality service at a budget price. Call 513-851-6644. schedule your door repair or replacement today. Creating beautiful smiles every day. That is what we do at Casanelli Shanker and Baker Orthodontics. These board-certified orthodontists treat both children and adults and use traditional braces, clear ceramic brackets, and Invisalign to meet their individual patient 52. needs. With offices conveniently located in Westchester and Blue Ash, they provide flexible payment options, convenient hours, and high-quality care. For a free new patient exam, contact Casanelli Shanker and Baker Orthodontics at 513-777-7060.
2: Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, and it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports.
5: It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: Welcome back here to Marshall Stadium here in Louisville where the Crusaders trail 24 to nothing with 7.34 to go. The injured player, and he is in some sort of pain, as number 52 for the Crusaders, Wyatt Bullock, the 6'1, 265 pound D tackle. He is putting absolutely no pressure on that left leg or ankle or knee. I'm, I'm guessing by the way he's getting limping over there, maybe an ankle. I would prefer maybe an ankle over a knee any day of the week and we will be resumed back to action here 734 and it will be first and 10 from the 12 yard line man in motion to the near side and McElroy will hand it off again to number 23 Tucker around the left side he'll get maybe three or four on the play tackle by Nate Paps, gain of four. It'll be second down and six for the Shamrocks. A lot of great things happening up at Moeller High School. If you haven't been backing around in a while, check it out. A lot of things. Uh, moms clubs really amping up. Louise Hoker and Betsy Morgan doing a great job with the Moms Club. A lot, of, a lot of the moms involved. It's fun to see the freshman moms. Rob, first experience at Moeller High School. Well, now to the right side, a, a sweet play, Tucker, the ball Tucker and on the this flag. one will likely be coming back a penalty flag, and it's likely going to be a holding call, and Shamrock shooting themselves in the foot right now. Sun has set here in Louisville, Kentucky, a capacity crowd at least on the Trinity side, on a beautiful night for football, a beautiful stadium. Penalty is
2: holding on Trinity.
0: Trinity in the eastern side of Metro Louisville, eastern suburb, St. Matthews, Kentucky. Princeton Vikings, an update for you. Princeton Vikings 34, Withrow Tigers 0. Princeton all over Withrow. Last check we had St. X leading Col twenty-one to fourteen and Elder leading Cathedral twenty-one fourteen. McElroy now in shotgun on a second and fifteen. He's got a little bit of pressure, but turns around, finds a open receiver on the opposite side on the flats, but right through his hands. Intended for Anthony West incomplete. It'll be third down and sixteen for the crew excuse me, for the uh, Shamrocks. Nathan McElroy on the night, 8 for 13, 96 yards, 114 rating, Aaron Tucker, how about the night Aaron Tucker's having for Trinity, 11 lugs, 171 yards, a touchdown, Really inflates your numbers when 99 of those 171 came on one play. McElroy and shotgun, he's looking right to his out, and again right through the hands. Tell you what, if his receivers are catching the ball, this game's a lot uglier than it already is. We would have a running clock, Rob, it says okay. in, uh, in my ear. Is that went right through the hands of number 14, Bradley West. And the Shamrocks are going to set up for a 35-yard field goal here attempt. And we saw this young man at, uh, at halftime down the field. He was hitting them easily from 45. He's going to be setting the ball up at the 25. This will be a 35-yard field goal with no wind. The, kick is, the snap is good, and the kick is up, and it is good. 35-yard field goal is good, and the score here at Marshall Stadium. It's all shamrocks. 27-0 over the Muller Crusaders. You're listening to Muller Football, ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: London Computer Systems is a seven-time top workplace thanks to their top Cincinnati workforce. For three decades, LCS has been a leading provider of critical business technologies, including their signature property management software, Rent Manager. Take the next step in your career and join this award-winning workforce. Visit www.lcs.com careers today. Loveland Chiropractic Office has been treating patients in the Loveland area since 1921. We have generations of experience that continue to lead the field in chiropractic care. With our experience, we have high level of success with acute injuries as well as chronic conditions. You can find us online at lovelandchiro.com. That's lovelandchiro.com.
0: Back here at Marshall Stadium as Carrington Valentine will receive the kick, be tackled at the 10. He's going to reverse his track. He's back to the 5-yard line. Now he's in the end zone, still trying to make something happen. Out to the 5, 10, 15, a penalty flag flies and all that running, and he gets out to the 14-yard line. I can imagine three more penalty flags come in. And now somebody took their helmet off or the helmet fell off. His helmet either came off voluntarily or i got to believe that's going to be a block in the back with the way that Carrington reversed the field there. He went from, he he was down to the 15-yard line, then went all the way back, tried to reverse his track, went all the way back to the five. And at the end of the day, I think he lost five, but a penalty flag on the field. And boys look to the left. It's back, our third train of the night. I have an affinity to trains. I don't know what it is. Take my kids down to uh, down to Glendale, watch the trains. You, ever do, you guys ever do that? You're Not allowed putting pennies on the track anymore. I got yelled at last last time I was there. I've never heard of a train derailing because of a penny on a track. So I got in trouble. Not allowed to do that. There's got to be some train aficionado out there that can drop us a line. Why are you not allowed to put pennies on the track? They're still discussing this. There's four penalty markers on the ground. The refs are all in a – this is a a gaggle. (laughs) This is a conundrum. It's going to be a holding call against Moeller, and then it looks like a personal foul against both So three penalties on the play. That's what it looks like, yeah. Right where the ball was brought out by Carrington Valentine at what I believe is the 14-yard line. Now, Coach Nauman says, "I want an explanation."
2: <laughs>
0: I think we've seen enough on that play right there, but we are going to re-kick it. Twenty-seven to nothing, your score. Trinity over Moeller with five minutes and fifty-five seconds left. Louise Holker, we gave her that shout out earlier, and she says somebody must have told her we gave her a shout out. She said I missed our shout out; I wasn't listening. Well, you know what? We're not going to do it again. Louise, you don't you snooze, you lose. That might be the only one you get all year long, Louise. I gave we gave you one, and now we can't find you with a search warrant. Yes, she will, and so will Pat. Pat deserves two. Pat Morgan, one of my favorite dudes. Class of 1979. How about the Kairos? Big shout out to the Kairos kids that came back today, participating in Kairos, and the uh, faculty and staff that were on that special retreat. Prayers are with them, and um, anxious to see hear how that went. I'm sure it went fantastic. As that kick will be out of bounds at the 26 yard line, a penalty for kicking it out of bounds. It'll be Molar Football. Should go to the 35 36 yard line after they mark this one off. They didn't have re- uh, Kairos back when you were a did they, Rob? Big shout out to next week. We talked about it. It's fan appreciation night at the ballpark. A lot of teams do it at the end of the year. We're doing ours right out of the gate. Come check it out. The tailgate show next week for fan appreciation day. The M fan fire truck will be there. We're going to have games for the kids in the tailgate area. And we're giving away some molar swag. Sam Speyer and I are going to be on it like gum on a park bench, giving away free stuff. If it's free, it's for me. Give me three. We're at Tailgate Radio Show, hoping to get some Bengals players there. Maybe Doug Rossfeld will show up. It's Muley and Shotgun. He's in trouble. He's going to throw it downfield. And it was basically just a jump ball caught by a Crusader, but I think he was out of bounds. And he was. Second down and ten up. Coming for the Crusaders, ball at their own 35-yard line. Was that Verdon? The Crusaders looking for their first points since that Elder game. Not to keep bringing it up, but they have not scored. In fact, you can go preseason; they have not scored. A, they didn't score in the pre. They didn't score a touchdown in the preseason, so they haven't scored a touchdown preseason to regular season, going back to the Elder game in Week 11 last year. This is what you call a good old-fashioned Major League slump. Brian White, a little trap play, takes it out to the 34-yard line. That's about it. Third down and long. Market third and seven upcoming for the Molar Crusaders, traveling right to left across your Let's Go Big Mo broadcast. Trinity came into this game 2-0. They're looking to go 3-0 on the season. Ranked 21st by USA Today in the latest poll. Moeller coming into this. Ranked 6 in the Blitz 5 Tri-State Football Pool. Be certain to drop after this game. They'll come home. Princeton's Viking Mancuso Field. Next week to open up their home season against Lafayette. And that pass is complete. And good enough for a first down to the the tight end number 88 for the Molar Crusaders, Crosley McKechnie, six foot, 185 pound junior tight end, and that's a first down. Build on the small stuff, Rob Ebel. First and ten,
2: Crusaders at their 49.
0: Crusaders are one yard away, and I'm not saying this to be funny, but they are one yard away from taking this ball across midfield, and I don't think we've seen that all night, have we? Twins on the far side. Single near side. Ultimately in shotgun with Brian White just off to his left. Kichi in motion. The snap. handoff. Brian White. He's going to try to pin it out wide. If he can turn the corner, he's got some room across midfield into Shamrock territory. Out of bounds at the 49-yard line. And another penalty flag. And I think this one will go against the Shamrocks, number 58, for a late hit on... Riley Wagoner, the six-foot-two linebacker. A little extracurricular activity, but we shall see. Got a score update, courtesy of my man.
2: Well, Steve, I'm having
0: trouble reading this here. Uh, Cathedral, 27. Elder, 21. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's Elder, 27. Is that Cathedral or Elder? Cathedral's up 27 21. Wow. Well, the, I think his thing was wrong on that end. Cathedral up 27 to 21. Forgot to turn your mic off. <laughs> oh, that's great. 27 nothing, and uh, Crusaders are now down all the way to the 34-yard line. I'll tell you what, it feels good to be here. Shotguns Altamuyoli, twins on the far side, single setback is White. Handoff White, he tried to reverse his track, will now go up the middle, down to the 31-yard line. Did a little stutter step in the backfield, thought about reversing and then decided that two hole was just fine. He took it there and gains maybe three, two perhaps, second and eight. (laughs) Oh, what a beautiful night for football here in Louisville. You give me a night like this, I'll take it every night. With that scoreboard flipped. Ultimately now in shotgun in a single set will be Malik Verdon on the near side. Is that Valentine or somebody else on the far side? can't tell from here, but ultimately he'll take the snap. Pass nearly picked off, and that would have been a pick six. Right there to make the pass break up and almost intercept it was Blake Ruffin, the 6'2 junior starting safety. And right there, Ruffin looked right into the eyes of Altamuli and knew right where he was going. That's one of those things you'll see a lot of offence, offenses at the college level put GoPros on their quarterback, and they do that for specifically one reason to see what kind of reads the quarterback's making, and in that case, there was not a read. He took the snap and went right to Verdon, and the safety pinned his ear back and almost picked that one off. We're going to break in the action, a timeout, and it will be charged to Mueller. Oh, we'll be back oh, in just a minute. More football, ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
1: Since 2009, SCI 360 has helped many businesses improve their clients' customer relationships through streamlining processes connecting with customers, and ultimately improving profitability. Let SCI 360 customize a system for your business using the number one selling customer relationship management platform, salesforce.com. For a 360-degree view of your customer, contact SCI 360 and Moeller alum Michael Sturgis at 888-318-5121 or visit them on the web at wwwsci 360 degrees For over 15 years, Chase Construction has worked closely with property management companies and housing authorities in providing apartment maintenance and inspection services. Chase Construction specializes in completing apartment work orders. If you do not have enough staff to complete the tough maintenance items such as painting, drywall, concrete plumbing, and electrical work, please call 1986 Moeller alum Alan Shaw Sr. at Chase Construction. For more information, please visit them on the web at www. Back here at
0: Marshall Stadium, 328 to go here in the third quarter. What seems is, it's been a, a long, see, you're not on the air, you're right, though. It feels like we're driving through Georgia right now, ultimately with a Post route to the intended. I can't tell who that was. Man, number nineteen for the Molar Crusaders. Aaron Morton, the five foot eight junior. seven. Rob, a tough game tonight for the Crusaders, but uh, like we talked about, you know, they got to find things that they can, uh, that they can really uh, point that, you know, on the bus ride home they can talk about and say, hey, we improved from last week.
1: Yeah, th- there are certainly things when they review the film at seven o'clock or eight o'clock tomorrow morning there there's i think there's more positives this week than last week and they just got to keep putting more and more together the problem is they, they they've not
0: cracked the scoreboard yet trying to do that right now fourth down and seven they're going to go for it ball in the 30 yard line they need seven yards ultimately shotgun again he's going to go to carrington or malik verdon and that went right through malik verdon's hands that was a catchable football It'll go through his hands, and the Shamrocks will take over on down. First and 10.
1: The one thing I've noticed, you pointed this out a few plays ago, uh, our quarterback has got tunnel vision on these pass plays. He's not, uh, uh, if, we've, if we play against a free safety that's quick, like these guys are here, uh, we're going to have trouble because they're, they're double covering and uh, making it difficult to get a, a completed pass downfield.
0: Very important for these quarterbacks to go through your read progressions. because, Like you said, these D-backs and linebackers. At this start, level. They, yeah, absolutely. They start pinning their ears back just waiting for you to, at first look, if you're going to that receiver, you better have some zip on the ball. Kind of hard to believe. They got a new quarterback in? I think they do. What I was going to say, is McElroy's still. he is still in there. McElroy's going to go deep downfield, and it was going to be nearly picked off. Getting a hand on the ball was number 24, the Muller Crusaders, Andrew Diley, 5'10". Senior defensive back. It'll be second down and 10. Tell you what, McElroy's got an arm. That was a rocket. That was about 55 yards on the line. 55 yards on the line. McElroy, I'm surprised he's still in the game, to be honest with you. Under center this time. Ball at the 30-yard line on a second and 10 as a lone man in the backfield, and he will hand it to him. On the left side, and I'm surprised he's still in the game. They got all their starters in. Brian White. You know, we talked about this last week. Derek said it. None of these teams are going to feel sorry for Moeller High School. No, especially after last year with that uh, lightning-shortened game.
1: You know, I'm sure there's a little purpose to uh, finish this off. And I think they'd love nothing more to, to say
0: That uh, they got a running clock against Moeller. First and 10, ball in the 42 yard line. Hand off. Number 14 with the ball up the middle. Bradley West with some room to run across the 45, down to the 42. He's wrapped up by 15, Nate Pabst. And number 38. Pete Baker again. You're right. Very patient running back. Sycamore gets the win tonight. Sycamore with a big win. Congratulations to Scott DeTillo. Scott DeTillo. 2 0. They got a good ball club. They got a sneaky good football team from what we've seen so far. Under center will be McElroy on a first and 10. Handoff. There, is, there he is again. Number 14, Bradley West. Across the 42 down to the. Check that. Inside across the 40 down to the 37. By
2: number 24, Andrew Diley, along with number
1: 24.
0: Diley in on the tackle.
2: You
1: and, and, and Todd will be in studio uh, 1030 Tuesday.
0: Are you on? Yeah. All right. Another uh, update for you. Cathedral. This is amazing. Thirty-four twenty-one. I would have never guessed that. Cathedral 34, Elder 21 at Elders Stadium. Under centers McElroy. Again, hands it off. And they got those dual running backs, man. And they are on point tonight. Across the 30, across the 25, another helmet comes off. Hopefully there is not a cranium in there. And that's good enough for another Shamrock first down. They got those dual three. They got Bradley West. And then you got Armand Tucker. Both of those guys, unbelievable with the football. In fact, ranked 17th and 19th respectively in Kentucky in carrying the the pigskin. And they hit, it's interesting, they're both different runners. One
1: is uh, kind of a read and react. The other guy's just hitting it quick.
0: I think you're going to see this football team go pretty deep into the uh, postseason. Handoff. Michael Schmidt, the sophomore this time with the carry. It's getting really chippy out here. They're going to throw a flag here shortly or it's going to get out of hand. It's kind of hard to believe we are still in the third quarter. It's like going through Georgia. Second down and five. One minute and 12 seconds ago in the third quarter. Interesting that Carrington Valentine's not in on defense. They got him going one way on offense. Under center's McElroy. Guess where he's going to take the ball here? Yes, one guess. He's going to snap it, turn to his right side, hand it off. This time to number 14, we've been calling his name all night, Bradley West. Down to the 16 yard line as Shamrocks continue to methodically drive this football down the field.
1: They may not throw it again
2: because
0: last time they were down here with uh,
1: three incompletes consecutively. Look at Dom's shirt. Oh, he's in front of the fan. Look at look at Dom. I was like, my God, it's windy down on the field.
0: And there's a <laughs> fan right there. How about this one, a final in from the birdcage. Saint X twenty-one, Coleraine fourteen. It's hmm. a big win for Coach Speck. Run to the left side, wrapped up. First time nice we've seen the way. Crusaders That's stop him for a
2: while. Eight, Jack Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> one on the play. Second and nine.
0: Second down at nine. Cathedral just can't, not Cathedral, but uh, Shamrocks content just to run this clock out. They'll have the football when we come back to start the fourth quarter. Your score here from Marshall Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the Shamrocks, 27, the Muller Crusaders, zero. You're listening to Molar Football on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Right
1: here in Kenwood, Chris Kent, a graduate of 1993 and former tight end, can take care of your business needs, while his sisters, Kim and Katie, are ready to handle your personal insurance. Top of the line products, competitive pricing, and outstanding customer service is what they offer. Give them a call, 513-791-6060, that's 513-791-6060. A big shout out to Katie's daughter, Abby Kerwin, playing saxophone with the marching band. Let's go Big Mo. When it comes to transportation services, Kingsgate Logistics delivers. We find ways for businesses to move freight faster, safer, and smarter. Finely tuning supply chains with every new shipment so you can ship confidently. Since 1986, Kingsgate has been navigating logistic challenges throughout Crusader country and across North America. You can rest easy knowing that your shipment is receiving the personal attention it deserves. Kingsgate Logistics is proud to sponsor your Molar Crusaders. For more information, visit www.kingsgatelogistics.com.
0: Back here at Marshall Stadium, is the Shamrocks look to put this into a running clock, handoff turn. And no, it I thought it was to play action fake and Overthrowing his intended receiver is McElroy. It was intended for number 86, Patrick Owens, the six foot senior tight end. Intended for number
5: 86,
2: Patrick Owens. Third
0: and nine. Does not look good for Wyatt Bullock. Down there on the sideline up on that uh, athletic training table. That doesn't look good really came off hobbling really favoring that left ankle as he was coming off the field there's a penalty flag before this play can get underway it'll be a dead ball false start against the Shamrocks on a third down and nine from the 11 yard line (laughs) Shamrock's now looking at a third and 14 with 11 minutes and 52 seconds left here in this ballgame. Fans coming to their feet here on the Moeller sideline. Shotguns McElroy. Three-step drop. He's going to step up into the pocket, throw it to the end zone, and overshoots his intended receiver. And that'll stop. He could have ran that in. And that'll bring up a fourth down. and. Shamrocks are say, we'll just get to 30 by way of field goals. They'll come in for a field goal attempt. What'd you have for dinner tonight, Rob? Dear tonight. You know the Rio family. I bet they had like steaks and uh, pasta. You know they're going to be. St- they might stop at Ruby's on the way. I'm going to go home with them. Field goal attempt will be from uh, 24. We'll make a 34-yard field goal attempt. The snap is good. The kick is up, and it is no good. No good. The Crusaders are still in this thing.
2: 27
0: to nothing. keep it right here Rob I like thank everybody Washington. for listening tonight on ESP Washington. media judging by the Twitter not the traffic Washington. not a whole lot of people listening not at this
2: Baltimore point yeah,
0: what was Derek doing tonight that was more important than being here with us 27 enough. The fans are still here, but then I think well, we're in low, where are they going to go? First and ten in shotguns Altamueli still in the game And with some room to run across the 25 to the 28 yard line is Number 35 for the Molar Crusaders and the likes of watch my roster here Is that Joe Paquella in the game? Pichella. Gain eight on the play. It'll be second down and two with 11.15 to go. Ball at the 28-yard line. Give the Crusaders' defense some credit here in the second half. They bent but not broke. What, Giving up only three points to this point. Handoff, and again, the Shamrocks all over it. No push up front for this offensive line. Of the Muller Crusaders. Third down and two. Chad Murphy has to really be scratching his head. Trying to think of ways he can pull some tricks out of his hat. To get this offense started. A little epinephrine in this offense. I like this area of town, Rob. I was able to kind of walk around a little bit before the game tonight. they got some nice uh, restaurants in the area, a couple of hot spots. Never heard of it until uh, tonight. And looks like Todd Nauman is going to call a timeout, and so will we. You're listening to Molar Football, ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
6: Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit.
0: Back here at Marshall Stadium is Altomoli. Will take the snap, some pressure, and right in and out of the hands Malik Verdon, That would have been a first down. He drops the football, and it'll be fourth down and two. And the Crusaders will most likely have to punt it away. That's the way. That right there is kind of a tale of how this early season has gone. There wasn't anybody within a. Country mile of Malik Verdon and he flat out dropped the football.
2: I to punt for the Crusaders. Ryan Miller is beat for Trinity.
0: I am
1: now. Yes, that's a good question. Is a country mile longer in, in Kentucky than it is in Cincinnati? What, what do you think? What part of Cincinnati? Well, let's go Mason.
0: No. Okay. Now, but if you go a little bit to the west, you're if you're in Liberty, Lakota, I, th- I think that's possible. There's a snap to, to Noah. Hughes, and a short kick that'll take a bounce right into the arms of number eight
2: Ryan Miller.
0: Yeah, that was a bounce that took a good old Sunday hop right into the arms of Ryan Miller who then took it and I think a lot of the Crusaders thought he was just going to down the football, and he came and went right under it and full charge ahead all the way down to the 32-yard line of Moeller, first and 10. It was like the old Baltimore chop.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what, what,
0: I, I still am puzzled the fact that you have to go home tonight and come back tomorrow uh, for I, the first I have weekend. about four or five hours of work once I get home. There's a trouble right there for McElroy, he eludes three defenders, takes it down inside to 25, down to the 22, and with that extra effort, he gets a first down, tackled right there by Joe Teffer, and he looks like he might be a little banged up. Teffer looks like he's got a lower leg injury, he wants to stay in the game. I think he's cramping. He might be. Actually, they're going to mark him short of the first down, they're going to save was at the 29, second and two for the Shamrocks. Much different score on this uh, board as it was a year ago at Lachlan Stadium as Rob has talked about several times. Crusaders coming out victorious with Mother Nature giving giving them an assist. Handoff right up the middle untouched and barreling his way all the way down to the five before first contact is number 14 Bradley West. Diley making the touchdown saving tackle we've said that before tonight all the way down to the 6 yard line first and goal for the Shamrocks if you're wondering Armand Tucker 14 lugs 203 yards rushing tonight and a touchdown if that doesn't satisfy your appetite throw on 11 lugs 125 yards for Bradley West how many yards rushing is that that we've given up Get to that in one second as the handoff goes up the middle trying to plow his way down to the goal line. Coming up short at the two-yard line. Tackled by Allen Shaw. Also in on the tackle for the Crusaders, number
2: 32.
0: Looks like Diley in on that tackle as well. Offensively tonight, the Crusaders have given up 342 yards of rushing offense to this Shamrock football team. 300, and now 45 yards rushing for the Shamrocks. Under center, handoff. And he'll take it into the end zone for a Shamrock touchdown.
1: Touchdown, Well, you and I, during commercial breaks, have talked the, the last three drives that the Shamrocks have had, if they would run the ball, they would have put it in the end zone, but they kept throwing it down. It was like a Marvin Lewis offense throwing the ball in the in the Heinz red zone and not coming away with anything. Sorry, I digressed there.
0: 33 to nothing, pending this point after attempt. Okay, a,
2: point
0: after. a running clock. Point after attempt is good, it's now 34 to nothing and we have, they do have a running clock in Kentucky. They do, but it'll be at the start of the kickoff. All right. So we now have a running clock. It's 34 to nothing, Shamrocks over the Molar Crusaders, close to getting shut out for the second straight time. We have an update from the pit. A good old good one over there in Price Hill. They have Elder has jumped off the mat and tied it up 28-28 wow. with 11 minutes and 53 seconds left in the ball game. 28. 28- the 28 that I'm honestly shocked it's even that close I I was listen it's hard for me to say this you, you thought Elder would roll I thought Elder would roll I mean I'm not you lose a game 28 to nothing you're thinking to yourself well you do you have any you have any credibility at all but I, I was not overly impressed with Cathedral turned the ball over four times yeah. as they did um, I thought they should have won that game by a lot more than they did I just I, they weren't fundamental to me they weren't a bad football team, but I thought Elder, with what I've heard, what I've seen, I thought Elder would have. And then playing at, of course, Elder Stadium, I sure. thought for sure Elder would have the significant advantage, but that's why this is a high school football. It's just they a play fantastic. They play right? Amen, amen. It's a great rivalry, Cathedral and all these GCL South schools. Cathedral has to play all three, or uh, yeah, three of the four GCL South schools. Kick kickoff, Carrington-Valentine will take it out. No room to run. Once he gets to the 24, he'll run it out at the 25-yard line. Clock is stopped. And it's first down and 10. The clock is stopped at 736.
1: And I heard the PA announcer announce uh, the and the KHSA
0: rule. What do we know? Well, I know this. Shamrocks have now. Shamrocks have put up 444 yards of offense against this smaller football team. Total 444 to 70. That deserves a good old have mercy. Or hang with them. Hang with them. That's right. Hang with them. There's a handoff, and almost as if they knew what they play was, in to make the tackle was number seven. Michael Patterson, the, the six-foot junior linebacker. Crusader country, that you deserve a big old hang with them.
2: It's
0: not a lack of effort, I don't think. These boys are out there doing everything they can. They're practicing hard during the week. Some great young men wearing that M shield on their helmet. Hey, there's some dudes wearing green jerseys tonight. It's a good football team they're yep. playing. Twenty-first in the country. There are some dudes in green. Altamulian shotgun, two-step drop, fires at left side, and once again in and out of the hands of a Crusader. This time, pass was intended on the play. for number eighty-eight. You're right. There he was again. There's that number again. It's like Pete Rose. Yep.
1: Well, pass, pass intended. Seth Graves. Best DB I've seen this year. It's been early, but boy,
0: I tell you what, he he can cover man on anybody. Ten for Crosley McKeachin. It, it hit him right in the hands. Nice yep. pass right there by Altamulli. But coverage provided as uh, Rob was saying. I don't know, again. I don't know if you're in my ear or not, but coverage provided. I am by, live. You are live. Seth Graves, guy we've been talking about all night long. That he's not a big cat, but he's quick. Well, he's not. He's not afraid to get in there. No, no he's barely. not. Not it's, not at all. It's fun to watch. Uloli now in shotgun again twins on the far side the snap he looks again right to the left he is telegraphing every single time he drops back to yep. pass this time his intended receiver was number 19 for the molar Crusaders Aaron Morton and threw it into the sideline Paul Bunch listen dr. Paul Bunch listening to the broadcast tonight Paul Thank you for listening. We need a prescription. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure of what. Uh, I like what you say. Like Marty said, hang with him. Big old hang with him. You're right, Paul. 444 yards to 66. Not going to do it. Noah Hughes is back to punt again for the Molar Crusaders. Ooh. Wobbly punt, if you're wondering, that is Noah Hughes' eighth punt, and this will be the second game in a row that he out-punts the offense for this Moeller football team. Eight punts, 300-plus yards of punting for Noah Hughes. And the running clock is not into effect here. Eight punts, 319 yards for Noah Hughes. He is our Let's Go Big Mo player of the game. There's a pass. I I cannot believe, Rob, that they still, up 34 to nothing, have starting quarterback Nathan McElroy into the game. I think it has a lot to do with last year. Unbelievable. I mean, you got a team that's ranked 21st in the country. I get it. And then you got you got your star stud running back. I, Bradley West is still in there. You you run the risk of getting one of those guys dinged up. Is that worth it? Making a statement against an, uh, an Ohio team. Pass complete to number 83.
2: pass is complete.
0: Mason Hardy. I mean, how do you look these guys in the eyes? I mean, if you're if you're a coach. When these guys gets hurt, how do you look your guys in the eyes the next day and say, hey, I made the right call? Right. No, I agree with you 100%. I just also remember
1: being in the booth next to that coaching staff last year when the, the game was awarded to the
0: Crusaders due to a lightning delay. Uh, there were some unhappy campers next door to us. Hey, speaking of unhappy, there's some unhappy purple people eaters right now. Cathedral 31, Elder 28, late in the fourth. 31, 28. That place has got to be rocking tonight. There's a wide open receiver where the va- the linebackers vacated. Inside the 15 goes number 84 for the Shamrocks. That's Kaelin Rekulia, the 6'3", 220 pound I mean, listen to those, some of these numbers, Rob. 6'3", 220 pound, tied in. I mean, he just he was rumbling, stumbling all the way down. A big to end. the 14 yard, yes he is, fourteen yard line and first and ten again for the Shamrocks. This time McElroy, an old out pattern, and he'll be smuggled right after catching the pass. Elliot will be dropped by number three, Carrington Valentine. Carrington, the U.K. commit. If you are a Molar football VIP member, you saw, or maybe actually this one went out to everybody, the the Mic'd Up series with Carrington Valentine on his way to University of Kentucky. Some guys, you put a mic on them, they shut down. Carrington's not one of them. Shotguns McElroy. Looks like the Crusaders are coming with a blitz. They are. That leaves a man wide open. Complete touchdown. touchdown. 84. You can dance with the devil by bringing the blitz, but you better have a helmet on helmet. They did not on the tight end coming on the far side, number 84, who went into the end zone unabated, touchdown, and there he is again. The senior, six foot three, two hundred and twenty pounder, Keelan Rikulia. And that is a Shamrock touchdown. It's now forty to nothing.
5: will attempt the point after.
0: Holding will be McElroy's. Point after attempt is good, and it's now 41-0. It's all Shamrocks. And the Crusaders put some offense on the board. We'll find out when we come back. You're listening to Buller Football and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
2: Getting answers.
3: Finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action. Getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates. Welcome into another edition of...
0: Crusaders trailing 40 to nothing here at Marshall Stadium. As the sun is set, wind looks like it's picking up a little bit. Nice night for football here in Bluegrass State. Freshman football team for Muller will be right back here tomorrow morning. Some folks who don't plan accordingly are driving home tonight and driving right back down. Carrington Valentine will receive it at the 5-yard line. Stutter step, come across the 30-yard line. He'll pull it out to the 33-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Crusaders from there. 4 2 left in this ballgame. I think you're right, Rob. You said it earlier. It, it, the second half feels like you're – because I know exactly what that feels like driving through Georgia It's exactly what it feels like. It really does. And just when you think you're moving, you hit Atlanta. And then you're back in the grind again. That's odd. I'm running wasn't running. Running clock wasn't earlier, but now it is. So three minutes and thirty seconds, we'll be shutting it down. Crusaders will head back to Montgomery Road, nine thousand one Montgomery Road, regroup and try to fix some things before they play what what many people would consider a winnable game on next Friday. But I don't think you can say that anymore. There's a handoff to the far side in number thirty-five. Daniel Dunlap get minimal yardage on that one where he's tackled by number 25 and the likes of Jackson Schultz the six-foot-one junior Ultimately, still in the ball game. He's going to have now twins on the near side with two minutes and 39 seconds ago, and a second and nine. Takes a snap, turns, hands it off across the 30-yard line to the 35. Tackles made. Looks like the Shamrocks might be getting some youngsters in there now. Number 25, Jackson Schultz, again on the tackle. The junior out of
2: Louisville. <laughs>
0: Tonight's attendance: four thousand three hundred twenty-five for tonight's Titanic struggle. Four thousand three hundred twenty-five for tonight's ball game. One minute fifty-eight seconds left. Handoff and blowing that play up was number thirty again, as if he knew what the call was. Was Alton Jefferson Jr. the six-foot? 250-pound junior out of Louisville. Shamrocks want the ball back. They want 500 yards offense. They are six yards away, 494 yards of offense to Moller's
5: 73.
0: And Noah, we have to ask Steve what the record is for most punts in a football game. Right now we're going on uh, nine, I believe, for Noah Hughes. Tara Gruy, I keep going her Tara, Tara, Tara Gruy, still listening to the broadcast. She's incredible. Tara, did you hear me say that earlier? She's uh, fantastic and listening to our broadcast. Now that ball's nearly blocked, and it'll be down to the 30-yard line. I got to believe with 43 seconds left, this game is all but done. Running clock it should be. 41 to nothing. And it's going to be a long bus ride back I 71 to the Queen City tonight. As both these teams will exit the field and come back on for their post game, congratulations. And it's a final here from Louisville and Marshall Stadium. The Molar Crusaders fall tonight to a very talented Trinity football team, 41 to nothing. I want to thank everybody for listening to the broadcast. Thank Rob Ebor, our executive producer, for making the trip with us. And everybody helping us out, Steve Albrink doing the stats as always and the entire broadcast team. For everybody out there listening, thank you so much. We'll see you next Friday night at Princeton's Viking Stadium where the Crusaders come home and open up the 2019 football season against Lafayette. Until next time, have a safe trip home for those down here in Louisville tonight. We'll see you next Friday night on Let's letsgobigmo.com. Good night, everybody.